Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. Feels like work. Shooting the shit for two hours, drinking beer and talking beer. What a wonderful experience. Can we not have the barf bucket near my mixing board? (laughs) I think everybody can read the book. I knew you were going to use this book as an excuse to quit doing this show. <laughs> Mrs. Buff, if you want, I can mail you the bub timer. Yeah, Newcastle. Especially in the can. Have you ever had it in the can? <laughs> no, I have not had it in the can. <laughs> Notice I closed my eyes and I concentrated really hard. Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers. Craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Welcome to the program, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Happy 2016. Yeah, happy 2016 to you as well, Justin. Thank yeah. you for telling me that. It's a brand new, a brand new year for me to screw things up. In. Right, a brand new year full of brand new opportunities for brand new problems. Yeah, or brand new failures, <laughs> or the same ones. <laughs> That's true. Do you remember that uh, I don't do uh, New Year's resolutions, but I dub uh, every year a something like uh, like the year of the year of the rabbit of yeah. Okay. You know, growth. Oh, you know, yes. Or like the year of work, for example. That right. was a, that was many years ago. I do the remember year this of, of work yeah. it was a long time ago. Yeah. And uh, this one, this year's just came by default as I was <laughs> looking at my calendar, mm-hmm. and also uh, just things going on. I realized right. that uh, 2016 is the year. Of me being gone. <laughs> it's the year of gone. So 2015 is just rolling keeping over. Going. It's rolling over. No, right. it's like 
2015 squared. Oh. Uh, like, there's just tons of travel. Like, for example, I'm gone for the entire month of September. Oh, really? <laughs> Where are you going? Uh, I'm going over to Europe. Oh, wow. And traveling around for, like, yeah, pretty much all of September. Good. Good for you. You know, you, you, <laughs> you deserved it. Yeah, you, you were gone so much in 2015, you should take a break. Yeah, yeah I'm rewarding myself by being gone. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, we got, like, the Labruski cruise coming up. Yeah, that'll be... I got my passport in the mail the other day. Nice. So there's no way I'm not going now. You're ready to go. I'm ready to go. I might get off uh, one of the stops on the cruise and stay and not get back on the boat. Can you do that? Sure. Oh, why not? I don't think you can. I think the boat doesn't leave, like... Well, eventually it does. I mean, they're not going to wait for me for a week. If they do, I'm definitely not getting on it, because then I could spend a week on that island or wherever we're going. And so could we, which would be nice. Right. By the way, we need to announce the winner of our Labruski cruise tonight. Oh, do we have this information? uh, We do. I think what we'll do is uh, at the end of the show, Mm -hmm. we will announce our Labruski cruise winner. Uh, There is still time to join us on the Labruski Cruise. Just hit the uh, Labruski Cruise image on the homepage. You still get, I think right now, uh, you get a great price for one, but then also you get like 20 free drink tickets or something like that, which is a big deal when you consider how expensive drinks are on a cruise. I don't know if anyone's ever been on one, but you know, it's like $8 a, a beer. Maybe more, actually. Um, so, anyhow, uh, if you want to join us on that cruise. So, I'm going for that. I'm, you know, all the normal things, too. You know, we've got uh, the Great American Beer Festival we'll be going to. We'll be in Baltimore later this year for the National Homebrewers Conference. Mm-hmm. And if I decide to do it, BNA 11. If I decide um, to do it. <laughs> I feel like 10 celebrations is enough, really? right? I mean, yeah. who Six are we off. that we need to keep <laughs> celebrating us? The yeah. next big one's 20, so just wait until then. I might just wait till 20. Or let's just do it. Do like uh, what the, the uh, MMA fights where there's, you know, the championship. It's like fight number 472, <laughs> and it's been going on for five years. Yeah. Something like that. It's fine. Might do that. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so just yeah, it's so don't expect me to be around very much in uh, <laughs> in, in 2016. Is the warning I'm heeding? Come. Everybody listening? I feel like uh, uh, you know th- this is uh, you're prepping for a child to be born or mm. something like that. Don't think about me, son, as being here necessarily so much as being over there, far away from you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm still here for you. Yeah. But just not here. I'm there here. Right. I, I'll be there for you. That's what I'm saying to you and our listeners. I'm not abandoning you. Right. I'm just not here. Right. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> well, I think, like I said, if anybody who's uh, uh, you know slept in till eleven for most of their life mm-hmm. uh, deserves to be gone, yeah, it's you. I agree with that. <laughs> agree with that sentiment. Yeah, it's well earned. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll see. That's that's what 2016 is going to bring you. <laughs> I w- wish I had something better for you, folks. <laughs> that's, that's what it's going to bring you. Uh, we do have a fantastic show planned for you tonight. We are going to be talking about women in beer tonight. Night. Um, we've got uh, a couple of the women from um, the new, uh, it's, a, it's a website in a group called Grisette Nouveau. Okay. And we're going to be talking to a couple of ladies about that and, and what that's all about and some home brewing <laughs> awesome. and some beers that they
they've brewed. Um, oh, maybe they brought us beer. That would be cool. Um, <laughs> well, or not. Yeah. And then we're going to be talking to a couple members of the Pink Boots Society, uh, a couple of the local Bay Area chapter members. Uh, I was looking at their website today. They, they have over 2,000 members in the wow. Pink Boots Society. That's 4,000 boots. 2,524 members, to be exact. Wow. Which is quite a bit. Uh, That's a lot. So we're going to be talking to those ladies tonight, uh, get a little education about the different opportunities for women in beer and uh, women in home brewing, and uh, just kind of talk about diversity in general, I think. I like so. It. Yeah, so we're going to have a good show. Uh, in the meantime, let me just give you a, a couple of quick updates. You know, I've been telling you that our Winter Fest is now actually happening in April. It's on April 2nd. Uh, this year, it's a Saturday. Yeah, it's our April Fest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so struggling with, like, what to, what to call it. I mean, I... I guess it's like Spring Fest spring or whatever. Fest, but yeah. You know, the reason it was, it's not even Winter Fest. It was always like Winter Brews Festival, which just has yeah. a nice ring to it. But like Spring, I don't know. Well, Winter Brews Failure. Yeah. Start off your year of failures. The fest the formerly known gone. as Winter Brews oh, Fest. Oh, sorry. Not the year of failure. <laughs> well, oh. this, this year, Winter Brews Fest will be gone from January. That's yeah, true. It fits. Oh. It's all fits so uh, just stay tuned. Tickets will go on sale soon, and um, it, it's going to be your normal great festival, but um, in April. And hopefully the, yeah. it'll stop raining by then. That was part of the <laughs> impetus for moving it. Well, it's so, less dangerous. Yeah. I mean, it's been pretty rainy here right now. And, you know, there are other events happening on the dates we were going to do it in mm-hmm. January now. So I don't necessarily wish this upon them for their <laughs> events, but I am secretly just praying for it to be dumped rain just to help like validate the decision of yeah, moving to move it to it. Right. April. Because right. then I'll be like, ha, dodged that bullet. <laughs> Thanks, know. Super Bowl 50. Yeah. So uh, April 2nd, mark your calendars. Come hang out with us. Uh, lots of different ways to support the Brewing Network. You know, you can uh, buy Brewing Network gear in our store. Just hit the store button on our homepage. we got a lot of gear in there. A lot of you did that over the over the Christmas shopping season, and I appreciate that very much. We've gotten some new hop grenades out there into the world, and that's a great way to support us. Uh, we, we put new stuff in there all the time, and I think we'll be refilling it with some new gear here soon. You can also do your Amazon shopping. A lot of you did that over the holidays. That was very nice of you. Just click the Amazon link in our homepage and shop as normal. Um, and we appreciate that. And you can also, and this one's really important, you know, you could subscribe and become a member of the BN Army. And for as little as $2 a month, you get entered into the uh, the More Beer monthly donation giveaway, which is a chance to win $100 to shop over at More Beer. Uh, and they do that uh, each and every month only to members of the BN Army. And of course, More Beer is a sponsor of this program and all the sessions that we do, and we thank them for that. So I encourage you to do that. Uh, I know that the shows are free to you, and I, I, I like them to remain free to you you know i like giving out beer information but um people don't work for free around here so uh i'm sorry was that serious yeah (laughs) so i would appreciate y'all signing up uh and you know i think it's worth it I know I always used to joke that, oh, just gives your money for nothing. But frankly, there's over 10 years of archives in there. Yeah. There is, uh, you know, arguably a larger collection of brewing and homebrewing information on our website available to you than anywhere. Agreed. From the very professionals that are that lead our industry. Um, and so... 
I think that's worth something. So sign up. Uh, just hit the subscribe button on the homepage, and that's just a good way to support us, too. And the odds of winning that 100 bucks are slightly better than the $1.4 billion you could win in the Powerball right now. Yeah. That's true. I only mean, slightly. <clears throat> yeah, only slightly. But, um, yeah. All right. Sign up for all these updates and more over on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. Uh, Facebook is a great place to keep up to date on what we're doing. Uh, the lovely Kim Shimke will be on our program tonight. She handles a Facebook page for us. Um, so you can always get to us that way, too. Uh, all right. And you can send your feedback over to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. That's feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Do we have a Twitter game tonight? Yes, we do. All right. The Twitter game is brought to you today by the Labruski Cruise. That's right. We already told you all about it. Go hit the Labruski Cruise button and come join us for a week at sea. Uh, there's some great breweries on board the ship. There's some great bands on board the ship. And, uh, of course, we'll be there to entertain you and drink with you. Um, you are very likely to see us acting like idiots <laughs> for four days. It's guaranteed, I'm thinking. It's pretty much guaranteed, right? Like, yeah. you put me at sea with uh, un- with bars at every end of the boat. I don't have to worry about how to get home. No, yeah, home. stumble back to my room. <laughs> yeah. uh, or have, your room. I have zero self-control. So. Figure out which bed is yours. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. we be- <laughs> You might need to put like a barrier around you, Bevo, so I don't <laughs> crawl into the... And it's the problem is not that, um, you know, uh, not sleep... Like, I could fall asleep next to you, Bevo, and be a perfect gentlemen. The problem is when, once I fall asleep, I'm kind of a groper, like a grabber. Yeah. Uh, some would say even like a raper. Hmm. Um, some so, would say. Uh, and especially when I drink, like it doesn't happen. It, it usually only happens when I drink a lot. So really, you're not safe in that room with me, Beef. It's going to be. But it's not cheating if um, <laughs> I force myself upon you in my sleep. That's that's not cheating on your part. Yeah. So <laughs> so you, you can have a, a guilty, a guilt-free and safe conscience. Yeah, I feel like this yeah. is like a free pass for you. Oh, it's a total free pass, pass Bev. Yeah, yeah, look at it that way. To get a little new... <laughs> Nick. Um, you know okay. Get a little new dad no, action. No, stop talking. Yeah. Both of you. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to know what makes you think I would take my free pass with you. Oh, well, I'm saying you wouldn't have a choice. <laughs> as I yeah. just explained. I, yeah. It's yeah. like when you, play, when you play Monopoly and you have a get-out-of-jail-free card and you want to spend it, and then sometimes you just roll the dice and you go to jail. Have you, you know? seen that thing in Africa that they sell for women? Like, a rhino like horn? Like if you get raped, like it shoots spikes into Ow. the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that could happen. <laughs> what? All right, let's play a game, people. I don't know. I don't go to Africa uh, me, like, I feel like I'm somewhere on your free pass list. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm, de- like, my name is definitely somewhere on the list. Oh, no, like, it's not. Like, if you-, you hear that? Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Like, yeah, right after it says over, then that's you. Yeah, I'm certain that some, okay, so take out all the famous people that, like, you can't, like, it's not, it's never going to happen. Right? Yeah, like, so, like, like Beardy. Uh, right. and, yeah. So, yeah, okay. and so then you have your list of just, like, people you know. And have seen that, like, if you had a free pass. I don't have a list of people that I know. Everybody has a list. Like, you may not have written it down, but well, it's, no, I didn't. It's there. Like, it's you, in my wallet. You've yeah. been in a room and you've gone. All right. Like, if yeah. if all things were equal, I would totally bang that. Deal. Do them. Do them. Do them. <laughs> blow them. Jerk them. Do them. Do them. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Bring the next list in, please. Oh so, my 
goodness. So assuming that that list had 10 people on it, what number am I? <laughs> I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, that list wouldn't have 10 people on it because I don't know 10 people who I'd want to have even get a chance. Okay, even better. With. So five people. You don't make the list. I feel like I'm number two or three, You don't Devo. shower. Say if you were stuck but on a I boat. Would, I would shower. On free pass night, I would totally shower. I would even trim. Gross. Like I would Stop get, it. I would make, I put rose petals out on the bed. Is that romantic? We need a for real HR department. But what if hairs are a thing? You don't want to trim. <laughs> right. Warren, relax. Hairs not a thing. <laughs> so number two, we agree. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll get back to you. There's a chance. All right. So you're, so you're saying, saying there's, there's a chance. chance. No, that's never actually what I said. All right. Right, what's our Twitter game tonight, JP? Well, uh, as Warren mentioned, the uh, the Powerball is in the billions with a B, one point four to be exact. Um, so at the end of the at the end of this uh, segment, at the break, I'm sure we're going to start breaking out and get a pool going. We're all going to throw in some cash, do the BN Powerball, you know, pool, yeah. right? Uh, and of course, it's going to hit because let's be honest, the Brewing Network has the best luck. Mm. Out of any podcast mm-hmm. that's been around for this long, right? That's true. It just, it yeah. just has, right? So, good luck. Um, how should we spend the money? We all get a, a, an equal amount of the pie, $1.4 b- b- billion. Okay. What do we do with it? What do we do with it? All right. How do we spend it? Okay. Good question. That's our Twitter game. Send it into our Twitter address. Um. <laughs> Which is Twitter game, P.O. Box 49582. Right. Chattanooga, Tennessee. All right. Should we do some feedback? Let's do it. Feedback's brought to you today by our good friend John over at the Beer Law Center. You can go to BeerLawCenter.com and check it out. He protects our trademark. He can do the same for you. He could also do filings for you, uh, especially if you're a brewery in North Carolina. Uh, he can help you out with all sorts of TTB things, and uh, he's your guy. And he's great at what he does, and we appreciate his work very much, and I think you will, too. Go check him out. BeerLawCenter.com. All right, Josh writes in, uh, hey, guys, this one's about Clarity Firm. Uh, thanks for the show. Great content and the general Jack Assery. Uh, I want to ask a favor. I know a few gluten intolerant people. No, you don't. And I'm looking to get a list uh, together of uh, beers that contain Clarity Firm. Uh, of course, Clarity Firm is that uh, wonderful White Labs product that brewers can put into their beer, and uh, they call it uh, that it makes a gluten-reduced beer, and it, it reduces the gluten uh, so much that it's it's virtually untraceable. And um, I know, like, Stone uses it uh, for a beer, too. And uh, anyhow, that's that's what the product is. You can use it in your homebrew, too, by the way. He says, I thought about asking White Labs for a list of their clients, but I don't think that will work. And that's true. Uh, White Labs' uh, client list is confidential. There are certain clients that don't mind. They mention they use White Labs products, but you're, you're not going to get a comprehensive list there. Uh, he says, there's also uh, the legal crap uh, that people are going to worry about. Um, so uh, there is evidence based on many interviews you guys have conducted that Clarity Firm uh, has reduced the gluten to make the beers acceptable for those who are gluten intolerant. So let's get the these people some decent beer. So what I'd like you to do is can you do a shout out on your show to ask brewers to get in touch with me with the beers that they add clarity firm to so I can compile a list. And he says the, they can just do that at Twitter. That might be the easiest. And his Twitter is uh, a weird name. <laughs> at. This was a weird one. <clears throat> like who's going to remember Create a this? new one just for this. You Seriously. Guy? Jabits? Is that, it's J-H-A-E. 
B E T S at J H A E B E T S. More importantly, like who's gonna who's gonna take the time to write it? Yes, we use or do not use Clarity Firm. Like, yeah, well, you're I, asking for the moon here. I do like the idea, I guess, of having one list that people can use. Although I think the whole gluten uh, like intolerant thing is it's it's bullshit. Really, I mean, I'm not saying I think celiac disease is bullshit. I mean, that's a thing. Yeah. That affects 1% of the entire population. There's also a test for it. But did you know that the very scientist who published a paper about gluten intolerance, about non-celiac gluten intolerance, later went back because he was uncomfortable with the findings. They weren't sitting well with him and (laughs) disproved his own theory and published another paper that says there is no such thing as non- celiac gluten intolerance. Now, he did go on to say... He did go on to say that it doesn't mean that high amounts of gluten won't affect us, but what he was saying is not any more than high amounts of, say, some other substance, like pepper or, or you name it. Like anything, anything in massive quantities it will probably cause an imbalance of some kind. And in, in the second paper he published was essentially saying you're no more likely to OD on gluten than on, say, some other substance. Yeah, I think he even went a little bit further and, and, and looked more at the data from his original finding and, and, and corrected himself in that and said, actually, no, that's... Uh, the, the information I put out earlier was incorrect. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I think is, is even better than a clarification. That's no, I, I said I, I was wrong. Yeah, I proved I proved myself wrong, which is the point of science. We can't. Yeah. you just put something out and go. I did one test, and this is what it is. You can't take it as gospel. Right. It's not. That's not the point of science, right? Yeah. Now I know I'm pissing off a lot of people right now who are convinced that they're uh, gluten intolerant. I'm just telling you that you're not. <laughs> and, uh, Maybe you get a little gaffy. You know, just figure yeah. it out. Like, Find uh, another name for it. <laughs> so, anyway. All right. Thanks for writing in, Josh. Um, yeah. Hopefully people will respond to <laughs> at Jabitz. Positively. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So here's one about, remember we did the online AHA rally? Oh, yeah. Yeah. A couple weeks ago. Yeah, I Before do. the holiday. Of course. I got to call the HA and see how we did. So oh, we yeah. Have, how'd that we, turn out? If we got some new members for them. But um, this person writes in and says, hey, I went to the link on the Brewing Network site for the AHA, clicked on it to renew, did the deed, put in the BN Army coupon code, um, and that was before de- December 20th. He says, I already got my new card and the sticker and the receipt with BN Army listed under the coupon code on the receipt, but where are the books? And more importantly... Where's my tasty sticker, he says. Uh, Is there something else I need to do? Um, And then he has a question. He says, uh, for the tasty sticker, I I do want to be clear on this one. Do I eat it or do I lick it or do I just (laughs) stick it between Uh, my cheeks uh, and strap on the seatbelt? Like, what do I do? You can do whatever you want. It all works. Those are all good things. Yeah. All right. You're going to need to contact the AHA on this one. And if they listed the BN Army code on your receipt, then, then they know about you. And you might just fire off an email to their customer service over there and ask. Maybe they just ship out these things separately. Um, for Tasty, what did we tell people you gotta to do? You've got to send me your receipt dated uh, for the date of the show or the day after. Okay, there you go. Well, I, th- we did. Is it not for the whole thing? Like for the whole week, no, we, just, we ran. Just it's just days. those two I days. I let exceptions by. So okay, okay. If you did it the whole week, fine. Send it to me. All right. So send an email to tasty at thebrewingnetwork dot com, and uh, he'll take care of you. Yeah. That way. Okay. Uh, all right. 
the rest of you, yeah, and just hopefully you get your book soon and call the HA. Uh, here's one. Thanks, BN. Uh, I just wanted to thank you for all your hard work. I've been listening to your shows for the last few years, and they've definitely made me a better home brewer. You taught me a lot and provided many laughs along the way. I don't think I would have gotten so involved with the brewing community without the knowledge that you provide. In the last few years, I've become a BJCP certified judge, nice. president of my homebrew club, Whoa. and placed in a number of homebrew competitions. Also won my first best of show this year. Nice. He says, I'm also working on designing a tap room and a brewery. Never thought this hobby would go this far. So uh, to say thanks, I signed up to donate at the sergeant level. Nice. Thank yeah, you. Very nice. So he says, keep up the great uh, programming. Cheers, uh, Brad from Chicago. Thanks, man. All right. Here's one about SF Beer Week conflicts. And I read through this one earlier. I'm not sure why you're asking me this stuff. But uh, he says, hey, first, uh, I want to say thanks for the great entertainment. A few months ago, I bought a, a smart TV. And yesterday, I watched your YouTube videos from the Firestone Walker Invitational a few years ago. Amusing and educational. Yeah, you can always go to our YouTube page, uh, youtube.com slash brewing network. And we post all of our on-the-road videos there. There's years of video yeah. content. Great American Beer Festival videos are up there. All sorts of interviews that we've done, some of our, our wacky antics, everything. He says, the purpose of this email is to start a dialogue about the upcoming SF Beer Week. It seems they've moved it up a week, which is true. Uh, he says, most likely because of the Super Bowl. Also true, because that's out here in San Francisco and was stomping on some of the events. So, questions he has for me are, will this affect the release of Pliny the Younger? Or will, <laughs> or, or will Vinny and Natalie hold true to early February? Tacey, you got a, any idea yeah, on that it's one? always the uh, first Friday in February. So they're yeah. not moving the no, release. Not the first Friday in February, unless it moves. No. They're not moving. They even announced on their Facebook. So if this guy just followed Russian River on Facebook, he would know this already. Yeah. If this guy did a lot of things differently, we wouldn't be having this conversation. <laughs> yeah. so. <laughs> so there you go. By the way, some sort of sen- uh, control for the... Uh Initiated. I know. And then he, he goes, but my real concern is the conflicts on the final weekend. I always volunteer at Meet the Brewers, held on Saturday, January 30th at Hermitage Brewing Company in San Jose. However, uh, later that day is the Celebrator Party in Berkeley. Um, <laughs> and it's not listed on the SF Beer Week schedule. Uh, I thought Tom always did that on Sundays as the grand finale. Um, <laughs> Think, uh, things can change in the world, bro. It's quite possible. Yeah, Tom did move the Celebrator Festival to Saturday. I actually do have that information for you. It's not on Sunday this year, and I, and I think that'll be a, a permanent change, actually, that the even though SF Beer Week is going to move back to its normal time next year, uh, the Celebrator Fest, I think, will happen on, on Saturdays from here on out. But, uh, of course, that's up to Tom. Um, I don't wow. know about the Meet the Brewers thing. I think they're all happening on that Saturday, and, uh, which is why we moved. I just had to get our festival out of the way yeah you know i kept trying to move it around thinking that there'd be a day here or a spot there and it just turned out it wasn't working out so you can go to the drake's apocalypse release on the first saturday the 23rd i might go to that too that's going to be a good time um but anyhow uh then he says what's up with the rate beer awards party and beer <laughs> festival the same weekend <laughs> which uh, which of these do you plan to attend <laughs> First, you, you send us your list, bro, and then we'll yeah we'll we'll work off that. There's a conflict, really. <laughs> so mutually exclusive. That's another one. That's where my whole mess fiasco with the Winterfest started. Is that the rate beer people called me and asked me to host the rate beer awards for them? Oh, they were looking for a charming, charismatic young 
beer. And that guy wasn't available. So yeah, I, I was you. busy. Already. Why didn't Why yeah. didn't you pass the message on to me, dude? That's <laughs> fucked up. Uh, but I had to turn it down because originally it was going to be our beer festival that oh, day. Yeah. Well, then I found out later I had to move my festival anyway. I didn't call them back to see if they got someone else to do it. But I would have totally done it. Who did and, it? Let's uh, find out. I want to know. Let's figure it out. I don't know. I think they got Billy Crystal or somebody. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe Jimmy Fallon. Somebody oh. of this guy, for sure. Yeah. Whoever their second choice was. Yeah. Someone uh, not funny. Yeah. I like you named two not funny famous people. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyhow, uh, I don't know, man. I don't have to tell you. That's all the information I have. Yeah. That's all you can tell them. All right. Here's one about high-pressure brewing. I feel like all of my brewing is high-pressure. <laughs> Very <Yeah>. intense. <laughs> it's really... All of these questions were so... They're just so out of the. They're just weird. They're weird <laughs> questions. They're not the normal feedback we get. They're they're except, detailed questions about shit we have no idea on. It's true. Except somehow we have had most of the answers. So well, maybe maybe they make them up. Maybe they're onto something. Mm-hmm. So Dan writes in. I was looking around the internet and somehow stumbled away from the porn and found the AHA forums where they were talking about high pressure fermentation. So I got to wondering how could I ferment under pressure in a corny keg safely? I ferment oh. in a finished basement and we don't need to. Try the old carpet filter porter. So, how would I, uh, yeah, ferment in a in a corny? And he said, "P.S. Suck at Schumann." Uh, Safely, that thing's rated for like a crazy amount. I mean, how much pressure does he want? It <laughs> is want. right, but you don't want the, it to sit there building up that no, pressure no, no, all he, the way through fermentation. No, no, no. The whole idea of the high pressure fermentation is to restrict the yeast because you know slow the fermentation because of the pressure. You know, and of course, slowing what's the it. what's the point? Are we not You'll talking about carbonating the beer? There's no, no, other. It, yeah, yeah, it's basically a low psi. It's not like and, it's, and it reduces the esters, putting more yeah. pressure on the yeast, and so it's in the beginning. And so oh, that it is. So you, it's not the end; it's the beginning. No, I believe what they're talking about is increasing the pressure in the beginning, <clears throat> right? Taste well, a lot of usually they're talking about just they cap the beer and let it, you know, slow slow, slow the fermentation by the natural carbonation that's taking effect. Okay. But you can certainly you know, add pressure at the, you know, anytime you want. But I would think that if you do it at the beginning, you do need to be careful and go in there and release that pressure eventually. You can do it in a keg. Um, Morbier has these, uh, these uh, PSI valves to uh, ball uh, lock out like they have for their conicals. Yeah. So if you ferment in a keg, you can do that pretty easily. I wouldn't ferment uh, under pressure in a, in a carboy. That's stupid. No, 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 no he, and no, he's yeah. not talking about that. He, talking he, about he was asked about corns. Well, now that's a good idea, JP, because then you can set the pressure right on the valve. And is that what you're talking about? Like it's yeah. a thing that you can put on there. My, in fact, my, uh, I have one of these for my conical fermenter from them, so that I can add pressure to transfer the beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyhow, if you could set the pressure, then you would be safely fermenting under pressure. But not have to worry about too much. Yeah, but Warren makes a good point. What what pressure are you looking for? Because two psi. Yeah, with the conical, you can go to about five psi before they have a pressure relief valve on there. Yeah, I've I've had a natural fermentation happen in cider that I had in a keg, <laughs> right? Because um, you said that. I did, and it was just the PRV was just going off eventually, hmm. and it was before the cider was completely fermented, so it, it was just. The, the PRV, granted, if the PRV failed, then yeah, you right. could have a, a potentially dangerous situation. But yeah. but with the keg, you, if you're willing to risk it, you could just rely on the PRV to eventually uh, 
yeah. relieve that pressure. Slowly. Like, you know, it sounds like a bad idea. I put 40 psi in my kegs all the time when I force yeah. carbonate, right? Yeah, well, they're rated to yeah. 60. So. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just but I'm thinking you'd get more than 60 if you yeah. capped off for the entire fermentation. Mm, well, and I, you I don't, don't think so? I believe. No, I don't think so. Huh. Yeah. I believe they have spunding valves yeah. for corny kegs that you can uh, hook on the gas out mm-hmm. and you can kind of set a set pressure that it will that's what jp was talking about yeah he mentioned that which is a good idea because the way the more you can say i had it under this psi for this length of time Mm. the more repeatable Mm -hmm. or the fermentation is or more adjustable it is maybe you say well it is more estuary than i like let me raise it to six psi instead of four okay okay all right well there you go those are all the answers we have. Which are not. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. basically, basically, why do you want to do it? Right. <laughs> you can use temperature the same way. Yeah. yeah. We answered a question with a question. Yeah. <laughs> as, we, as we tend to do. Yeah. All right. That's it for your feedback this week. Don't forget, we got a great show planned for you. We're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, we're going to talk to a couple of the women from the local Pink Boots Society, which is a national organization. Um, we're talking women in beer tonight. Hit the chat button on our homepage under community, and you can send your questions over to Bevo. Or give us a call at 888-401-BEER. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to MoreBeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Marin Brewing Company in Northern California has been making award-winning beers for more than 25 freaking years. Today, I want to tell you about their new 12-ounce cans of Mount Tam Pale Ale. The good stuff, Mount Tam is bright gold, 5.5% ABV to keep you feeling good, and has been winning awards since 1989. If you're visiting the Bay Area, get your butt out to Marin Brewing Company. They pour tasty beers and serve great food every day until midnight. Come in for a tour, stay for the food, and pick up a six-pack of cans of Mount Tam Pale Ale to enjoy at home, camping, biking, or whatever the hell you do. Owner Brendan Moylan has this to say about Marin Brewing beers. It's freaking awesome. Marin Brewing has won more than 100 gold medals in international competitions. Check out MarinBrewing.com for all their award-winning beers, food, and merch. Marin Brewing Company in Larksburg, California. Award-winning taste, refreshing finish. It's freaking awesome. 
beer tasting games that train your palate, a brewery locator, and the brand new interactive beer style guide. These are just a few of the awesome things you'll find on craftbeer.com. The style guide is a beautiful example of technology in beer. Browse beer style families or turn on the automatic beer style finder and explore beer through color, bitterness, ABV, aroma, and flavor. It's really the coolest way to explore every beer style besides having them all in front of you. Go to craftbeer.com and click on beer styles to start the guide. Plus, enjoy the rest of craftbeer.com, the brewer's banter blogs, beer education, how to host a beer tasting, and the invaluable draft quality manual. Tons of great content that makes your beer better. Visit the new craftbeer.com right now and explore the website that brings you all the passion, camaraderie, and creativity of the craft beer community. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. Ken Grossman of Sierra Nevada Brewing Company says making great beer is hard. Making the same great beer every day is harder. Brewers Publications announces its latest release for breweries of any type and size. Quality Management, an essential guide for brewers by Mary Pelletieri. Proper quality management for small, regional, and national breweries is critical. Whether you are an established business or brand new, learn the best ways to create and manage a quality system in your brewery. This book will guide you in developing a comprehensive program that will grow with your brewery, help ensure quality processes in the brewery, and continue providing great beer for your fans. Quality management for breweries is critical for continued success. This guidebook teaches you to integrate quality management in every level of the operation. It will guide you in developing a comprehensive program to ensure quality processes in your brewery. Quality management, an essential guide for brewers, now available from Brewers Publications. Learn more at BrewersPublications.com. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. The Brewcasters are back. It is a 401 beer. Whatever. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll be talking women in beer tonight, which is going to be fun. 
If you want to call 888-401-BEER, you can ask questions yourself or hit the chat button on the homepage. Before we proceed, I wanted to remind you about one of our great new sponsors, the folks over at Great Fermentations. Uh, you can go to greatfermentations.com and check them out. And it's a great homebrew shop. You can do your online shopping there. they got a Pliny kit on their, on their site right now that you can get into uh, if you're into that sort of thing. But uh, they're great people. And they also have the largest catalog of Blickman products on the web, another one of our great sponsors. They provide same-day shipping on some of the main items, uh, whereas most vendors can take up to three weeks to get you their Blickman stuff. And their staff is some of the best trained on using uh, Blickman products. You can always get your questions answered over there. Uh, top-notch customer service from the good people over at Great Fermentations. Check them out, greatfermentations.com. All right, I would like to welcome to the studio right now two young ladies from the Pink Boot Society. We have Tiffany McFarland and Erica Talbot in the studio with us. Welcome. Hi. Thanks so much for uh, coming in. Oh, here, let me turn on your microphone so that you can actually speak with us. Is that better? Yeah, that's better. My fault. See, I'm already a chauvinist. I'm like, ah, they don't need a microphone. Just keep them turned well, off. We're pretty loud. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, loud You're going to solve the problem for it. them. <laughs> yeah. Kim couldn't solve the problem. You had I don't solve any problems. Right. Uh, yeah, we Kim, know how to talk. <laughs> Kim Shimke is in the studio with us, too. She is our social media professional. She does a mediocre job. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I fit right in. Just fits right in here at the BM. So uh, you two are members of the Pink Boot Society. Uh, in fact, Erica, you're the, the co-chair of the local chapter? Yes, yeah, so Tiffany and I both co-pres the local chapter in San Francisco and the Bay Area. Okay, excellent. Uh, explain to me what the Pink Boot Society is so people know. Uh, Pink Boot Society is an organization, it's an international organization to promote uh, and create awareness for women in beer. Okay. We also act as an educational arm, uh, creating scholarship funds for women for brew school. Nice. Okay. So you just do different fundraisers and things like that for that? Yeah, we have an international um, we have an international brew day on Women's Day, mm-hmm. uh, and then that same brew is made around the world, um, and then that raises money for the scholarship fund. Okay. okay. You guys get a whole day? We uh, get a whole day, man. Just, yeah. just one. Cool. Just the, one. Uh, 364 just one. you guys. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a new thing. We need to get yeah. used to it. So. We're like, yeah. all right, yeah. you can have this one. <laughs> yeah. You know. Like, it's March. Who cares? It's March. Whatever. Yeah. I was thinking, I was like, well, it's like the 13th of December or some <laughs> <Yeah>. awful. <laughs> uh, and there are chapters all over the country? Yeah, uh, yeah and there are some broad as well. Okay. And whoa, whoa. You can't say that word. On, you can't <laughs> say broad. She's a woman. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's okay. Got it. Right. And what does a what does a local chapter look like? Is that kind of like a homebrew club? Oh, it's actually a really phenomenal mix. I mean, we've got a hop farmer. Uh, we have a woman who sells the chemicals to clean the tanks. We have a lot of professional brewers. We have salespeople, marketing people. Um, we have people who sell yeast. I mean, okay. we have pretty it's much a run variety. the gamut uh, to bartenders and bar owners. Okay. Brewery and owners. Do you meet monthly or quarterly or something? As often as we feel like having a beer. Okay. Nice. So we try to do maybe twice a month. Um, some of those events are smaller where they're just meetups to have beers. Sometimes they're larger in terms of bottle shares, actually home brewing, anything or beyond field that. field trips. Field trips. We do a lot of field trips. We just went to okay. White Labs. Oh, nice. How'd you like that? It was awesome. It was a great time. They yeah. took good care of us. It's a cool place. Yeah, they, they, they love brewers of all kind over there. Uh, do you know how long the Pink Boot Society has been around approximately? Uh 2008? Yeah. Okay. Mid, yeah, mid-2000s, around okay. that time. And there's a lot of members, like over almost 2,500 or something. Yeah. 
Yeah. According to the website I was looking at Shockingly, today. Shockingly, there are a lot of women who like beer. Yeah, which is... It's incredible, right? Yeah, well, where are they all when we go to these beer festivals and it's all dudes? Uh, they, they definitely they know. know. Yeah, they know better. They're hiding. Uh, they're, they're in line, yeah, they're in line sure. for the bathroom. Yeah. But that's changed quite a bit over the last 10 years, don't you think? The the ratio of men to women at festivals and events. I think 100%. But, yeah. I mean, there are also things like, as a woman in beer, I still... It's not even a sex thing. I just don't want to go to a lot of the big festivals. I'm old. I <laughs> yeah, other things to do. A lot yeah. of the guys don't either. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Well, there's a lot of hoppy beers at these beer fests, and I know women don't like hoppy beers. Oh, exactly. uh, that's right. Right. No. So, no. As a rule, that's true. I mean, Come on. Yeah. Women love hoppy beer. Once, once <laughs> we get an IPA right now. Once we get back to more of the fruit beer kind of things. Yeah. I think that'll oh, open right. up a lot of... Yeah. Yeah. change things. Fruit wheat beers, I think. Yes. Yeah. Oh, right. nonsense. Yeah. Total nonsense. We drink it all. <laughs> there are still... Uh, my observation is that there does still seem to be uh, far less women in home brewing and at home brewing events, for example, than there is, say, in, in pro brewing. I, I would agree with that. I think um, the woman homebrewing scene is still really small and kind of quiet, mm-hmm. but it's definitely getting a voice in this area for sure. Yeah, I know down in Santa Cruz next month, they're actually going to do a homebrew class, and it's run by women. Women are teaching the whole thing. Nice. So it's definitely showing some legs. We're going to see it more and more. Okay. And your next guest will definitely educate you on that. Okay, good. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and are men allowed in the Pink Boot Society? Uh, that technically, members? they're not allowed to be members, okay. but we have a lot of supporters. Huh. Yeah, and, I mean, we we jokingly refer to them as the pink beards. Okay, uh, and they have their they have shirts. They you know they come out. They support. Okay. Excellent, but but not if they can't be official members. Of official this. members, you have to have made a dollar part of your income from working in craft beer. Okay, yeah. got it. You need boobs. You basically have to have boobs. Okay, man, boobs might count. I'm I was going to say, like, I'm yeah. Not yeah, sure, yeah, man. There, there are plenty of guy brewers that have, yeah. meet those criteria. <laughs> I was thinking you could double your membership yeah. tonight yeah. if man boobs were yeah. accepted. But shockingly, a lot of men do attend our events. Yeah, they do. Yeah, well, yeah there, we've got a lot of great men supporters out there. There are a lot of women at those events. <laughs> That's what I hear. <laughs> We get a lot of men at our events. Right. So describe to me what maybe a a typical event or or even a not typical Pink Boots event looks like. Man, it's such a range of different things because if we're – for a great example is International Women's Club Brew Day, which is March 8th. So when we have that beer ready to go, um, it's – Kind of, it can look like a tap takeover if we've got women that represent different breweries in the Bay Area. Um, a lot of those bars will put their beers on along with our Pink Boots beer so we can have all the women get together. It's a nice time to talk, to chat. People donate. Um, it's a good educational series time. Mm-hmm. You can, Tiffany, you can probably elaborate a little bit more on this. Uh, yeah, I mean, it can be anything from that to some people will have a fundraiser for, um, like, four Pink Boots and bring on any of the breweries attached to the to the members. Okay. Uh, it can be a tap takeover, but it, we have a lot of educational series for members and also for new members. Okay. Um, and try to have new opportunities to educate people who are interested in getting in the brewing in- industry or people who are at one level and want to become a brewer or they want to move into another area, then we have a, a wide network to introduce them to. Got exactly. It. It's, it's really nice. We actually have one girl um, within the group, Jen Jordan. She actually just won the Glen A. Falconer Scholarship, so she's nice. going to get an opportunity to expand her knowledge for education and do that. And that's one thing that Pink Boots offers. They offer different scholarships throughout the year okay. so we can help our girls get those scholarships or help find other 
networking opportunities that really get them to their next level. So if you want to become a certified Cicerone, we teach beer classes to get you there. Okay. If you want to get a scholarship, we're going to do whatever we can to get you there. Okay. Do you have any idea how many uh, scholarships you guys have given out over the years to? They do. So for the for the national organization, they do one to two scholarships every year. Okay. And the big one is with, with the Seibel Institute. Yeah. It's for, I think, a four-month um, Oh, it's a big course. There. Okay. Yeah. But they give that out to a few people. Wow. So it's not just one. So you guys are raising a lot of money because those are expensive courses. So that's cool. Well, Seibel helps out with that as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I think with one of our big, for last year for International Club Brew Day, I think one day we raised close to $300 just with one event. So we're able to actually donate quite a bit of money to the national chapter, Okay, which is nice. Oh, that's very cool. Now, I think it's great to have an organization like yours to help in, in beer education and things like that. But So I have a question about this. Uh, I have a difficult time figuring out uh, how to target different events that we do toward women. And my goal is to try and welcome women into either homebrewing or an appreciation of craft beer. But I'm always, and I'll give you some examples. I won't be vague. Uh, but I'm always like concerned that I'm doing like like by the very nature of me targeting something towards women that I'm doing the opposite thing. Like we're very sneaky. So like. I'll, and I'll give you two examples. Like one thing that I did, it, I'm still embarrassed about this. Um, uh, this doesn't have to do with putting on an event, but I was at the National Homebrewers Conference last year, and diversity in brewing had been this big topic. And, and I'm on the governing committee, and I had been contributing to that conversation quite a bit. And uh, late one night at, at one of the rooms full of people, uh, in fact, I think it was like the Grog Tag event, JP, yeah. uh, where I just was up partying, and I wasn't very sober, and... And there was only like one woman in the room, and I got oh, it, it was the and, and I and I got it into my head. I was like, I want to go over and appreciate this woman for being here among us bunch of dudes. And by the very by doing that, and I wasn't the most eloquent I've ever been because I had been drinking. But basically, what I all I did was single her out. I, I basically blurted out some weird thing like "woman." Like, uh, yeah. like, oh, we love that. Gr- uh, it's great that you're the only woman here. Like I put a glaring spotlight on. Oh, I think it was. We even have a woman here. We, whatever yeah. I did, my intention was very much to just be like, I think this is awesome, and and instead. I totally like shined a spotlight on it, like the opposite of what she needed at that moment in her life. It's amazing how often that happens. Okay. Like, even just if I'm going into a bar and sitting down with a beer, people will be like, ah, a woman's here. And I'm like, yo, man, you don't got to freak out. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. I know. I got my 16-ounce curls down, buddy. Let's go. Yeah. Uh. But I just so there's so there's that and and I think that's just that that uh, dudes are awkward. Um, but the other one that, that sometimes I, I struggle with that that maybe I shouldn't is like I I want to put on some beer education here mm-hmm. at the Hop Grenade uh, and and some of these things like I I could run. Um, but again, I always I have this thing like okay, so if I start promoting this event like you know beer 101 for women. Am I doing, again, the very thing just by targeting something towards women? Do you see what I'm saying here? I think your strongest point, like the strongest uh, way you could do this is if you actually elect a a strong, educated woman in beer and have her at the helm. Right. Because I think that's the only way you can go about it and, and, you know, 
not worry about that. Okay. Or you can partner with us. Yeah, the pink boots. Pink boots. Happy to do that. Brewing Network collaboration. So I'm. F- I love that. And so that, this is going to happen because they're done. But so are you? Am I right though that I'm worried then if it's me doing it or should like? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think you should worry. I mean, some people might be like, "Wow, that's an awkward way to word it." But at the same time, maybe this is how we get past that and get more events out there to get more women that are interested in beer yeah. to do these things. <clears throat> okay. But these events would happen after dinner time, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, I just want to make sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, after the babies are in bed or yes. whatever happens. Right. I don't know. Right. Uh, okay. So I just, because I feel like it, especially in beer, actually maybe in anything that is like, that can be so male dominated that even men who don't want it to be that way and like want to try to change things just end up doing stupid things and putting our feet our you know foot in our mouth well, I mean, we can help you partner with things, but we can't excuse men, and we can't, we, we can't fix that. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, you'll still be men. We, we, we can only do Good so call. much. Good call. All right, I can accept that. As long as you can accept that, then I feel like, finally, I can accept that. That's true, but uh, I feel like it's it's really limiting our roles by, by saying, at, at the end of the day, we'll always be men. Maybe not. We can change that. It's, it's 2016. There are surgeries. Want. There are, things yeah. there are yeah. ways to change it. And and then you can become Pink Boots members. Oh. Exactly. Ooh. Yeah. Do it just for that. I'm, I, you know, I, I for one, I'm, I'm kind of uh, happy that there are clubs that, you know, you need to be. They're gender specific clubs in the world. I think. I think you know, 2016, 2015 is totally PC out of control. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we only let women in the club. Sorry, guys. Yeah. And I think it's totally great. And why not? I think it's fine. Yeah. You know, when it gets to the point where where you know there are so many women that it. it would be ridiculous to have a club um you know we're not going to have one then yeah. you know while while we're a, a gross minority in this industry it's a really great time to have this and hopefully we don't need this i would love to not have a pink boot society in yeah. 20 years because there are so many women in beer that it's just silly to point it out yeah i yeah, don't think it's we gross. Can call it something else at that point yeah okay yeah it, it's real hot in the brew house though it That's gets true. gross well, that's true. Now, you both work in, in the industry as well for different breweries. Yes. Yeah. Tiffany, you work for Fieldwork. Field Great brewery. Thank you. We almost always have Fieldwork on tap here now at the Hop Grenade because we're just fans of the beer. Um, and Erica, you work for Firestone. Yep. I'm with Firestone Walker. Yeah. Another one that almost always has a tap handle. I know. I saw your tap in a brand new beer we have on Friday. Oh, it's yeah. It's going to be awesome. Nitro Merlin. Nice. Oh, beautiful. We haven't had my my favorite Pale Thirty One on tap in a little while. Uh, trust me, I've 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 noticed. You've noticed that, yeah. right? I love yeah. Pale Thirty One. You guys are slacking. I know. We Get always. Together. I feel like maybe they're Kevin's just fucking with me, and that's why we don't have it on. <laughs> Kevin's fired. Because uh, you know, oh, we... good. I'm glad someone finally swore. I've been holding back. Oh, oh no! Oh no! no, no Fuck that. that shit. I was gonna say vagina earlier, and I was like, that might be a big faux pas. I better Yo, hold back. Slow down, Erica. <laughs> wow. He clearly was not listening oh. to the first segment, which I'd like to dub the oh. sexual harassment section. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if we learned that I'm number two on Bevo's free pass That's list. right. He's actually not. Mm-hmm. He's not on the list. I think two through five are in this room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are there are three girls here. Wow. Oh. It just got down oh, right now. All right. That just got down. This is how progressive we are here at the BN. Uh, we are we are going on a cruise together, the Labruski yeah. cruise. And we let Bevo and open her own door. We, we do. Yeah. So. She's going to carry all of our bags. Yeah. And Bevo and I are sharing a room. 
And uh, oh. that's when I think being number two on the list is going to come it's into gonna play. It's going to pay off. Her husband is even coming on the cruise. Yeah, but he's but sleeping Justin in a different room. is sharing a room with Bevo instead of him. Yeah. It's as an experiment. Right. Figure <laughs> things out. I feel like everyone should just know... All right, forget it. We'll just leave it like that. <laughs> right. Now, are there any upcoming uh, Pink Boots events that we should know about here? Yeah, we got two big ones coming up for SF Beer Week. Um, January 24th, which is Sunday, we're doing an event at the Good Hop, and we're actually featuring portraits done by Natalie Jenks. And she, she did a whole series on women in beer. Okay. So this is her first exhibition. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. On the 24th, mm-hmm. you said. It's Sunday, yeah. Sunday, 24th. Okay, excellent. Good. It doesn't interfere with our 23rd. We're having, uh, <laughs> and, uh, don't panic. Yeah. The, the Pink Boots will also be um, helping network with people who are not in the beer industry uh, at Freehouse on the 27th. Okay. They'll they'll sh- they'll have a, a top list of beers with local brewers that are women, mm-hmm. uh, but they will also be just in, in, it's a night for women who are interested in different aspects to come meet everyone and all of the different ways you could become a pink boot and work in the beer industry. Okay. So like describing different, uh, what the different jobs are and things like that. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Okay. Jen Jordan will be there as well. Okay. Cause I don't like on my list here to talk, or am I going to do that with our next group just to talk about different opportunities in, in working in beer or does it matter with these two also? Because this seems like a weird question to me to have to ask like, so what opportunities are there for women in beer? Because I, I would I would think all the opportunities that there are for me in in beer. Yeah. But I think people don't even think about like you know the fact that we have somebody who sells the chemicals to clean the tanks. Nobody thinks about that. And like I want to work in beer. I think I can. I'll become right. a hop farmer. But yeah. we have those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I think. And if you can do any job, there are so many ties into beer. It doesn't matter what gender you are. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Like, people probably out there, like, all the women that do, or all the people that drive the trucks are men. But we've got women that load the trucks, unload the trucks, and those kegs are full. Okay. They can throw some weight around. Oh, yeah. They're beefy. They are. Uh, You know, I feel like White Labs is a pretty good example of a company in beer that really embraces uh, women. Uh, Like, I feel like almost their entire staff are are women. Yeah, they do embrace women, and they don't have to pay for it. Uh, I guess they do. Like a hug. Like Like extra? Yeah. No, they they only have to pay 70 cents on the dollar. Right. Which is great. Why are you allowed to control your own mic? They might pay extra. (laughs) (laughs) Well, their their vice president is a woman. Mm -hmm. Their lab manager is a woman. Uh, I forget what Kara's title is. Woman. Uh, Woman. I think she just says woman on her card. Woman in yeast. That's Uh, her job title. She's the lab manager. (laughs) Yeah, Chris and Mike, everybody have different official titles, but all the women just say woman. Uh, but yeah, there's just a ton of women that, that work at White Lab as an example. Yeah, are there any you know specific jobs that you sort of point out for for women, or are you more just focused on like, hey, don't forget, there's there's all these jobs that you will never think about, like loading trucks or uh, like a hop farmer, inventory control. So it's more just to point yeah. out yeah. you know that there are other things. Yeah, I think when we when we start talking to people, it's more learning their personalities and what their strong suits are, and then suggesting opportunities that they might not know exist or maybe never thought they were qualified for. Okay. Like, you, you might be a great graphic designer, and that doesn't limit you to working in a marketing firm. You can work for a brewery in their art house yeah, okay. or a distributor. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. How did you two get into the beer industry? I started working at a brewery when I was... When I was younger. Okay. And it just kind of became a long-lasting love affair. 
Uh, were you a home brewer first, or I was. I yeah. was a home brewer, and then um, I went to school for environmental science, doing water quality, and I started working in a brewery doing water quality, and then. They were like, yo, you're really social. What are you doing? And I was like, yo. I don't know. <laughs> so I got a job in sales because I love to talk. Okay. Uh, how long have you been working in sales now? Uh, over five years now. Wow. Okay. And you still like it? Yeah, for now. I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I might have a gig in radio. You never know. <laughs> you guys hiring? Let's That's see. right. Do you guys like women? That's we, a big question. We, how we, many women do you need? Really? Yeah, how many women do you That's need? a loaded question. Mm. We like <laughs> we like women. Uh, we totally have positions available, and we pay next to nothing. Yeah. Oh, sounds right <laughs> so, in my so, you, so this isn't beer. Yeah. yeah, just like the rest of the brewing industry. Yeah. 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 This is the beer industry. But I, we, we pay the men just as little as the women, so just Perfect. so you know. Perfect. That is a yeah. fact. But 30% more than nothing. Certainly not a bias there. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, do you still homebrew, Erica? I do still homebrew, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, not as much as I'd like to because my apartment's really small in San Francisco. Hmm. But what? when people don't think I'm cooking crack on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. I definitely take my equipment on the sidewalk and homebrew there. You do it just out on the city streets in San Francisco? I Damn right. That's cool. I would like to walk by and see that, actually. <laughs> people must come by and stop all the time like, what the fuck are you doing? What oh, are you all doing? The time. Yeah. Everybody thinks I'm making drugs. I'm like, no, yeah. just... Ruin a beer, man. It's making beer. Yeah. And, like, what got you into beer in general? Like, as a beverage, like, enjoying beer? Just, like, college and you started drinking beer or what? What got you into craft beer? Yeah, I'm I'm proud of that weird part where craft beer was always around me. Okay. Uh, My college campus was right next to a craft brewery, so I kind of started drinking craft beer right away. So you went to Chico? No. (laughs) I went to the University of New Hampshire, man. I'm an East Coast girl. What was the brewery? Okay. Uh, Red Hook, actually. No kidding. Yeah. As random as that is, but okay. it ended up working out really well. And then I worked for another really small brewery out there called Smutty Nose. Yeah, I know they're, that. They're, they're climbing the charts. So I was with them for a long time before I made the switch to Firestone. Okay. Red Hook was a, a gateway craft beer for me. Like, I moved from, you know, Keystone or something to uh, try to Red Hook and really liked it. I would buy, you know, I would mix in a six-pack of Red Hook every now and then. You have to. That was before even Sierra, I think, before I started liking Sierra Nevada, which was, that was the one that really changed me. But yeah, yeah, Red Hook was they, Red Hook's they gave me a job, I and mean, they were going to pay me, so I couldn't really say no to them. Were you working in the brewery? Yeah, I was doing quality control. Really? Yeah, I was doing water quality analysis for them. Okay. Uh, is that your was that your education background? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's my, my degrees in, yeah. So how come you're not in a brewery lab now? Oh, I guess you explain that because well, you're just so outgoing. Well, I might go back to one. Yeah. yeah, there's time. I'm young. There's yeah. time. Okay. I'm in no rush. I'll figure it out. Maybe you need like a, not that I, I want you to leave Firestone or anything. They're pretty I, rad. I, I love Firestone. Come on. Come but I think on. like maybe you need like a small brewery where you they need both. Like they need some lab work and a salesperson. So you use your education and get out there and see human beings. Yeah, I still use my education because <laughs> now it's kind of just turned into a hobby. Instead of it being a career, so I can still keep up to date with it. I still know what's going on. Yeah. I still attend conferences and all okay. that sort of jazz. So do you wanna, I don't feel like it's gone to waste. Do you want to tell us all the secrets behind the uh, purchase of uh, Firestone Walker while you're here? Go. <laughs> so. <laughs> Ready, go. And. <laughs> can we ask some Firestone rumors? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, Firestone rumors. What? What's what's the rumor mill? Well, I've heard that uh, DBA is being canceled, is being infinite, like permanently shuttered. That, yeah, right, man. That seems impossible. DBA. That's what I've heard. This That's is heard. our 20th anniversary this year. There's no way we're getting rid of DBA. Mm-hmm. We're actually going to put DBA in cans. Nice. And mm. we're going to do Nitro DBA. Wow. we got some rad mm-hmm. shit going on with DBA. I've heard rumors that our 20th anniversary ale 
is going to be some sort of like quadruple DBA. Okay. But that's just what David Walker said during a meeting one time. Well, he was arguing with Adam Firestone, so who knows how true that is. <laughs> I wonder what kind of tires um, David Walker has on his cars. You do? That's yeah. Bridgestone. Yeah, you think of Bridgestone yeah. just yeah. to yeah. piss off Maryland. fucking David? Yeah. yeah, I would. Yeah. Hey, they, they bicker like crazy. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I heard that uh, Firestone's opening up a brewery in San Jose just to brew 805. Uh, that might be true. Oh. Ah, there's one that might be true. Yeah, all right, we maybe. definitely have a new brewery going in in Venice Beach that's about to open up. Where like brewery restaurant, right? Like yeah, a full. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be both. Okay. All How right. many homeless people a day are you gonna have to shutter off the streets before you open on Venice Beach? <laughs> Ten. <Okay. laughs> I don't know. We'll we'll bribe them in beer. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the greatest job I've ever had. I heard a rumor a while back that Pale Thirty One could be discontinued. Which, go ahead. Uh, I don't think so. We're also putting Pale 31 in cans right now that yes. are going to be launching in the area. <laughs> Probably um, literally right now. Literally right now. <laughs> and actually, the Bay Area is the, one of the top Pale 31 yeah. accounts yes, in the country. Yeah, thanks so, to me. Justin is one of the top Pale 31 consumers. I will go thank on you, record right now. Thank you, you're right keeping now. me employed. If, if, if you guys stop making Pale 31, <laughs> David, Matt, listen to me. I will disown you. Like, I, will, I won't talk about you anymore. I won't come visit the brewery. I know that this is a severe punishment. Uh, he won't harass but, you at beer festivals. <laughs> right. yeah. You want to know what's crazy? Uh, we have a sales meeting that starts tonight in Buellton, and they're actually listening to this right now okay. in Buellton. So David Walker might be hearing you. Okay, then I have another question. <laughs> they are, they are uh, actively <laughs> tweeting, engaging right now on social. Oh. Hey, hey. Yeah. So I just, if there's any truth to that rumor, you guys better switch it right now. Uh, I think I'm responsible for at least a fraction of a fraction of a percent of Firestone Walker sales by the amount we talk about Firestone on this program. Uh, I agree with that. All right, second question. Who is more handsome, David Walker or me? <laughs> David now, Walker. Have you seen that hair? It, like, floats. <laughs> he does yeah. have better hair Not than Not only that, hair, yeah. but cheekbones and chin and he, jawline he and healthy eyes and height yeah. and weight and oh, wait, muscle he has tone. An he probably, oh, yeah. yeah. He's pretty. <laughs> oh, you suck, All Justin. right, you guys, you don't have to be so <laughs> adamant about it. You could and have been like bank account and cars and attitude and personality a, and friends. It's a tough decision. He might make David, a list. Like, that would have been nicer. <laughs> David than, Walker. <laughs> David made the list. He's number Come one. On. David made number that one. Be like my San Francisco rep. Is the best. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about what I did to hire her. But if you want to hang out with David Walker, we're doing a really cool event during Beer Week called Walker's Wild Ride. Oh, yeah, I've seen that yeah, every year. He drives up this old school Land Rover. We go to four accounts. We tap a bunch of unique beers. <clears throat> he shakes some hands, kisses some babies, does some hair flips. Yep. It's pretty amazing. Nice, yeah. nice. I yelled at David last time I saw him at an event because uh, yeah. it was just after the announcement. And um, I just walked up and I was like, Dave, really? You, all these years that we've known, I have been promoting Firestone since you guys were nothing, since people didn't even know you. <laughs> and you, you couldn't give me a scoop. You couldn't call me the day before and say, hey, I know you're going on the air this week. I got a big story for you. Uh, nothing. No. That implies that he thinks about you. <laughs> right. Yeah. He didn't really respond. He just smiled, flipped his fucking hair, <laughs> and then poured me a beer, offered yeah. me a beer. He was working. <laughs> so he was at a festival. Uh, that sounds like David for you. Yeah. Maybe his servos weren't working. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
Blame Jeffers. It's his fault. Uh, I will do. I'll blame everybody I can <laughs> for all the things that are wrong. Uh, get Steve on the phone. All right, we do have someone uh, a caller on the line. We've got Jen Jordan, uh, who's a member of the Pink Poo Society. She wanted to give a member perspective. Jen, you still with us there? Oh yeah. This Hi is Jen. Jen Jordan. Hi Jen. Thanks for calling in. Hey, I called in a long time ago, but I, I guess I didn't realize that I could actually speak and speak and you could hear me. Can now. Low tech situation. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I just wanted to thank um, Erica and Tiffany for sure for for being there and talking about what's going on in the Bay Area with women and and with beer. And I um, I just want to encourage anybody who. Uh, Anyone, any woman, anybody who cares about, you know, appreciating beer, to brew beer and to brew, you know, one gallon of beer, two gallons of beer, five gallons of beer, whatever it is, and because that's what it that's what it really takes to understand what beer is made of and why why we love it. That's so good advice. That's my contribution. I like it. And you we are a, a member of the Pink Boot Society. Which chapter are you in? Um, the Bay Area. The Bay Area here. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. And yeah. You- and I'm a brewer at Anchor Brewing Company. I'm the first uh, woman ever to be hired by Anchor Brewing Company as a brewer. So I've been doing that for a couple of years. Jen, were you there just the other day when, when my, my team came in for a tour? Yeah. I think I yeah, saw you brewing. I was there. Yeah, I met you. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. It smelled so good in there. She was brewing. It was amazing. You can smell over the perfume. I could, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jen's very perfuming all the time. I don't know. Uh, how, so how long have you been working at Anchor? I just wanted to, I, go ahead. How long have you been working at Anchor? I've been working at Anchor, I think it's been, let's see, in March it'll be two years. Excellent. Well, congratulations awesome. on being the first yeah. uh, female brewer there. That's yeah, a, especially at a good gig like that, you. man. That's awesome. Yeah, that was a great Actually, gig. It's so badass. Yeah. They've been around for such a long time. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. About time, right? You think yeah. they would have been wasting her. Well, that was the second thing I was thinking. I was like, congratulations, being the first woman. And then, wow, that's, it's been since the 1800s that that brewery's been open. So it is about time. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's not the 1800s, but yeah. Wow. Okay. I get what you're saying. <laughs> well, but I just want to—I just wanted to contribute because I know Tiffany and Erica, and I, you know, I saw you guys the other day, and they've mentioned my name a couple times on the air and, well, on the show, and I just wanted to contribute in any way I could. Well, make you know. I'm glad you did. Thank you for calling in, Jen. Yeah. All yeah. right. We'll talk to you later. Cool. Cheers. There you go, Jen, one of your one of your members. Yeah, yeah, she was rocking it the other day. So I've been to that brewery so many times, and I've been there when they were brewing too. But I never like went and got to kind of poke my head into like the mash tun and stuff. And mash tun was completely full, like two. You know, they've got the copper kettles. She's got that big like lip, and and Mm -hmm. then like it's so full. They make such maximum use of that brew system. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a. It was like a homebrew mash tun when you're trying to do a barley wine. Sure, sure. You're like cramming it to the top. 
yeah, that's what it was. It was yeah. really cool to see, and it and it was spinning the whole time. Like the whole mash was just spinning around. It wasn't sitting. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Yeah. They have a whole yeah, spinning thing. Measure. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, sure. Oh, oh, a mash mix. That's yeah. what I meant to say. Yeah. Yeah. You're so you're, you're so like really great right now. Spinning, <laughs> spinning thing. You're so enthralled with technology. It moves. It is a spinning. There was no man in it. It moves. How many breweries have you been to before Anchor? I'd like to reference the earlier part of the show when he said, this is where you get like 99% of valuable beer information. (laughs) (laughs) Spinny thing. (laughs) Well, I didn't say it came from me. Other people do. I love uh, you. Great information. By the way, Bev messaged me. She she said that she's drunk. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm just really happy. Because you had an imperial something before the show. (laughs) I feel great. Okay. She had imperial water. Tiffany, right. you mentioned something about women being underrepresented in beer. Is that is that really true? I mean, obviously half of people that work in beer aren't female, which, of course, would be – they'd be fully represented. But of anybody that's interested, do you really see any barrier for them to enter in any way? Do you uh, feel like anything needs to be facilitated for, for women to enter the beer world? It seems easy to me. I, I don't know of a female brewer that says, yeah, I can't get a job because nobody wants to hire me because I'm female. I don't see that at all. It's like – they can go right into a brewery easily. No, I think honestly, I think it's just it's it's just a generational thing, and I think it's changing constantly. It's just, it's, 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 yeah. anything that's wrong with it is being fixed as it. Sort I think of develops, it's, being, right? it's definitely being fixed that's what right I've now. Seen, yeah. uh, I mean, eight years ago, if I went into a bar trying to sell beer, someone's like, "Yeah, what do you know about well, it?" Well, yeah. like, yeah, what do you you drink beer? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's that? Yeah. I mean, that's insane. No, women, that's, women don't drink beer. That's all behind us, um, it, and it is behind us. But, but not, I, for other people it, in the country, it's not though. It's but in the area, yeah, exactly. The Bay Area say. is a very select area. Yeah. Um, if if you go to other parts, it's not. They're back this in this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I even went to Kenya one time and was in a brewery, and someone said, "What are you doing here? You, women don't drink beer." Yeah. I said, "What do they drink?" And he goes. Milk. <laughs> That's what women drink. Women Milk. don't drink beer. Wow. So did you pound a six-pack right in front of them? <laughs> See? Yeah, the, the finest export stout. Yeah. <laughs> so other chapters of Pink Boots might be more of facilitators or like, like, hey, brewery, why don't you have any female breweries? That kind of thing. Yeah, I think, but I think it's just one of those things that comes with generations. Like, like 20 years ago, you didn't have as many female brewers, just like there weren't as many craft brewers. Sure. And I think with the craft brew industry – being so like being more and more accepting of women and having more women at the top who might see something that that's uh, either going to inhibit women from being like approachable on a beer or you know because there are some marketing things that are maybe a little bit sexist uh, and you know so having people at the top who are women who might say that's a bad idea uh, has changed things and as more women get involved people start realizing that this isn't just like this isn't a man cave this is the yeah. this is the craft beer industry well, and, that. you know there, yeah, some, somebody once said we're here where beer get used to it and I think that's a that's a lot of the women in the industry to this day hmm. great can I ask you about some of that marketing like and, and you don't have to speak for all women obviously although feel free you're the one on the radio uh, like there's some some marketing like that like beers called like ditzy Blonde, or I forget whatever the other one was that like caused a stink. Oh, a you're talking years ago. the, the uh, uh, quote unquote rape culture in beer marketing? Yeah, I forget yeah. which. Well, and I'm not talking about that specifically, oh, okay. but that was one of the big. Yeah. Do, do things like that bother you? Uh, you know, if a beer is called like Ditzy Blonde, it just feels it's a little too. Well, I guess if it has a name that's, that's like that, I might question like how good this beer is. Because, I mean, okay. if it was a phenomenal that's beer, true. they could just call it. 
our Blondale. Yeah. Because it's so good, we're never going to make another one. <laughs> All right. I see what you mean. So the marketing itself is like making up for... If it, if yeah. It's, yeah, if they're doing that, then I question like the actual quality of the beer. Well, okay. if you have to market something, I think it's already, you know, implies that you don't need the thing to begin with, but mm. uh, hey, let's just yeah. use this thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're trying to really push... Uh, in that respect, getting a really funny, clever name right. uh, all the time, really trying to go for, for that home run of a beer name. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the quality should speak for itself. That's why we kind of brew beer on a homebrew level, you know, all, but also a craft brew level. Mm-hmm. We want to make the best beer that we can, and the beer should, I think, speak for itself more than the marketing mm-hmm. uh, in that sensational kind of way. And you probably spend a lot more time on your homebrew recipe than what you're going to call it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which well, is about none. Actually, no. I always <laughs> think of what I'm going to call it first, and then this is called uh, "I Have a Beard Brown Ale." Have in your careers in beer, have you ever had to maybe tell a, a brewery uh, that name you just thought of isn't really cool? I've said no to breweries that tried to hire me. Yeah, because <laughs> for that of reason. the okay. Yeah, I see. Because you think because that shows kind of a, a sign that that maybe they're not in line. Well, maybe I'm not going to be, maybe, yeah, it's not going to be in line with my ethos, but also I'm not going to be jazzed about selling something that I don't agree with. Right. And how did BrewDog take that when you did? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you, Eric, have you ever had to like comment on a, on a beer name or anything like that or, or a marketing campaign? Um, I haven't yet, but I've definitely come close to it. I mean, there's definitely a lot of questionable practices out there, but yeah, you kind of got to... Got to find the right time and place to say something about it. Sure. Firestone's pretty, I don't know if PC is the right word, but they're very yeah, they're aware. PC. They're pretty Mellow. PC. They're, they're very British. Uh, yeah. they're, they're, they're kind of boring. Proper. Yeah, the, fir- the worst that they got was when they had a Velvet Merkin, but then yeah. even that they changed. Oh. No, they're still Velvet uh, Merkin. It's, it's no, they're talking yeah. about. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. I thought that they totally flipped on that. I even one. have a Merkin contest every year in the city. Really? Show me your Merkin. I remember Matt saying <laughs> something like that. Like it didn't it didn't fly, but maybe they reversed the Yeah, because that's how we got Velvet Merlin. Was yeah. because well, it wasn't flying. We've got Merlin because Matt Brendelson, his nickname is Merlin. So that's where that beer comes from. Because his roots are brewing nitro beers and stouts so that's where that comes from velvet merkin i'm not totally sure the history of that yeah but the merkin's still out there it still exists yeah i I swear that they stopped for a bit but i I thought it was a different beer that's why there was merlin and merkin at the same time well merlin Merlin and merkin are different right merkin is barrel aged merlin yeah okay that's what Uh, i thought the distinction was yeah and merkin only comes out once a year yeah you know people only want to show that once in a while yeah okay (laughs) What do you think about? Can I just call out this brewery? And <laughs> what does it what does it rhyme with? Yeah. What does it rhyme? Which with? one did you say, Kim? Palouser Brewing Company. Nope. Happy ending. Barley legal. Oh, happy ending. Oh, yeah. oh, Kim has an agenda right now. She said, "See who Kim doesn't like." Palo Alto Brewing Company, and they have a beer called Happy Ending, and then another one called what was the other? Barley legal. Oh, barley legal. Statutory rates hilarious. So you don't okay. So that's over the line. Like, like barley legal is no, it's not. But yeah, I can see how that one's not statutory. It's on the other side of it. Happy ending's kind of funny though. No. Have you seen the artwork? No. Okay, it's atrocious. Look it up. Is isn't it just it a is. smiley it's face? Not just, with like a, here's a okay. Well, did they have yeah, to put use, that over? Use a microphone. It? Yeah. I think they had a oh, really? I don't smiley know. face to it because the original artwork was so offensive. Oh, probably. <laughs> the smiley face is covering something so, up. 
Who knows what that means? I'm not going to name I'm Marie. deeply offended by that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's pretty, uh, yeah. I'm not going to name breweries, but a brewery oh, in Jesus Eugene Christ. also had a sanctuary one. Had, right. had a what? Uh, had one that did that, that referred to date rape, and they got their windows smashed out. I don't know who did it, but I mean that's that's one where even the whole saying, community the whole community was was outraged, yeah. and I think yeah. that's kind of exciting. Is like if you actually it shouldn't just be like the pink boot society should be like oh that's a bad idea. I think it should be something where if you're if you're going that far, the whole community should be outraged. Yeah. Do, do you remember the name of the beer? You don't have to name the brewery, but because I'm just wondering if that was the one that we talked about. I know what you're talking about in the, in the cans. Yeah, it was like a doll or something like that. I'm trying to I'm trying to look it up right now, but I can't. Um, and that's why I was thinking that, that maybe it was that was one that was like ditzy blonde or something like that. No, there's yeah. there's another ditzy blonde uh, uh, beer, but I don't remember the I don't remember the brewery. Particularly blonde ales that the marketing is just it's terrible. Oh, uh, God, it's from yeah. It, okay, this is it, but they've changed it. Oh, goes yeah. down easy. That's what it is. Oh yeah, that, yeah. Was, that wasn't the one I was thinking. Dallas of. Dallas blonde. Oh, that's right. Goes down easy. <laughs> What? It sounds, sounds like a good beer with salt in it. I still think it's funny. It's a blonde ale. I don't know. If it's, oh, no. Just go. It's not Gosa. Oh. Yeah, it just goes down. Oh, never so mind. So the brewery that I was thinking of, it's... And I saw it at uh, GABF, and, the, and I hadn't really paid attention to it, but other people were talking about it. So I was like, I, I gotta go see that. But the logo for Belching Beaver. Yeah. Belching Beaver? Or is it, um, there's another one, in, there's no, that Colorado one, one like too. lady parts. I'm yeah, the there's one in Colorado that's also a beaver that's, uh, it's a bit more detailed in the artwork. Oh, really? So yeah. maybe I'm not even thinking so about... So you can see why that would be Cosmore. So, uh, <clears throat> here's one, Jay. Uh, uh, you can read the, uh, the tweet there on the, on the phone. The middle one here? Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> That's a real. That's not that's, a real. No, that is one, the one. Though. That's the one I was talking about. Yeah, mouth raper IPA. Yeah. Hmm. That's crazy. That's raper. Yeah. yeah. How? Also, and that remember that happened. Like, like that, Wait, that. That was a beer. Like that happened. Was that a packaged beer or just a brew pub? Yeah, I can't it? imagine that. Because how could the the I label? Can't imagine it's a big enough the TTB brewery. approving it. Exactly. Well, it makes you wonder how the TTB approves a lot of the labels. Yeah. That are that's it's really yeah. unfortunate how many people these things have to go through to be approved. Well, and it's not just one person well, that we, has this ridiculous idea, but that it goes through so many to be approved to actually make it a real label on the market. Was it a label on the market or was it like an over-the-counter draft thing with that one specifically? Uh, well, I think right, it was released you know draft and then but it's a company that actually does bottle and everything. Okay. But I think as soon as it was out. In Eugene, everyone. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess either way, it doesn't matter. Did they but. retract and like make it a public apology or anything like that? I can't remember, so. but I feel that like I feel like they gnarly. fought it for a few days or so. Really? Yeah. How do you how do you you're like? Come on, guys. I mean, really, like, <laughs> this come is a on. Great like, idea. Yeah. Let's yeah, go like, with yeah, I mean, yeah. it was something like that. It was pretty horrible. Wow. It's called a mouth wrapper, and then you put duct tape yeah. over yeah. the mouth. And it's fine. Yeah. Like, I'm not, so I'm really not politically correct. And sometimes I'm really wrong when I say stupid things, too. But, uh, but uh, <laughs> sometimes. What? I, I remember the retraction. Yeah. Oh. The retraction was that they were sending it out to accounts. With uh, a cap that said MR, and they were like, "No, it's like Mister IPA. It's not Mouth Raper IPA. It's uh, Mister so IPA." Oh, oh yeah. God! We cover up. 
That one's pretty gnarly. Like, so what I said, like, I have this general theory, and sometimes it's wrong, but that if it's funny, it's not uh, offensive, right? Like, like, in, like in comedy, like people using the N word, like if it's, I, like I don't care if it's funny, what word? Because is that? the point is to be funny, um, right. and and so and the point is not to be malicious or to insensitive or anything, like that. or to uh, push an agenda right. that is either chauvinistic or racist or something else. So, uh, as a general rule, I say that if, if it's funny, then it doesn't matter, but that's neither funny or, like, that one's gnarly. Well, I think that's like Palo Alto Brewing Company. That is that is how they see it, is that it's funny, it's a pun, but it's still atrocious. Yeah. Well, and the, the Especially when you is, add the image. You, well, I was almost going to argue about that one, yeah. uh, even though I get the point of how, but then seeing the image coupled with it, that's pretty And gnarly. the image is a, is a hop on a massage table yeah. with, a, with a blonde... Yeah, touching like the hop happy under the sheet or something. Ending. Yeah, that's a little too much for me. I mean, and plus, the, plus the woman in the label isn't even Asian, so it's just totally not even right. Hmm. Yeah, right. I mean, come on, that's how fellas. out of touch they are. Yeah. So, Kim, no? is that, it okay. safe to say that there will be no happy endings at the end of this interview with you, or is that no? Oh, I thought that was Bevo that we were talking uh, about earlier. <laughs> No um, one here is on my list at all. So what? what? Well, come on. Offended. I'm super offended. I know. I think the three of us are offended. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the males in the studio. <laughs> That's not exactly. Kim and I are on the same page. Wow. None of y'all made the cuts. That's not true. We already established I'm number two. (laughs) (laughs) We all agreed. (laughs) So if I had two lists and everybody on the first list died, I'm not even sure that you would be number two on the list. I can second list. second list. Is everyone else tied for first? That's why you're second. (laughs) I have known you. I can see you're lying. I can see it on your face. I I know what you. I have known you so long that you should know I'm not lying. (laughs) (laughs) I think. I think that Kim Shimke's list is about eight hundred people yeah. long, yeah. <laughs> and I might, and I'm not on it. Yeah. Hey, but Just you're on the list. Me, so. I'm pretty sure you have to be taller than you to be on the list. list. But I'm on yeah. the list. <laughs> All right. You're on page uh, the other side of the list, <laughs> the back side. Well, we've got more uh, women in beer to speak to. Uh, did I miss anything about uh, events and stuff? Did we finish that list? Uh, we got the event coming up at the Good Hop on the 24th, right? Anything else? We need to get out there. We got a free uh, free house coming up on the twenty seventh. Okay. Events. I mean, if you check out the Beer Week website, we've got all the Firestone Walker and the field work events listed on there, so people can see what we're doing. Cool. We have but, a lot of events. Yeah, and this we also exhausting. do like Pink Boots Facebook, so people can check out what we've got coming up if women out there want to join in. Yeah, if you're okay. a woman in beer, uh, please just become friends with Erica and I on Facebook. It makes it a lot easier. And Erica Talbot, Tiffany McFarlane on Facebook. And we'll add you to our super secret group. Okay. We don't find it creepy. And, We're used to it. And and you can it's find true. the group. If, if people forget your names, you, they can go to the Pink Boot Society website and find the local chapter there, too. Yeah, you can exactly. find your local chapter, and then it'll connect you right to us if you're a local group. If you're local or anywhere else, you can go. Uh, you have to, you have listeners everywhere. Do you have to get jumped in or, like, uh, dump out some Budweiser down the drain? To yeah, get what's in? the initiation? What's the, yeah, are you a prospect at one point? I don't what's really going on? I can tell you what the initiation is. Yeah, I think it's secret. Do I ha- would I have to prove? Prove that I have a vagina. Oh, uh, good question. Maybe. I don't know. And, uh, how? Has anybody like, ever come in and be like, I don't know, <laughs> show us the vagina. Yeah, what if I'm in that. transition? What if I'm fluid? Can I, mean, I join without a vagina? 
If you're not a woman, you, you have to be a woman. I don't see gender. We're, we're, we're pretty accepting. We can make you it accepting. Okay. Yeah. Maybe cool. not for you guys. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. Listen. We're other people. We're, we're you a pretty are. open-minded group. So if we have but a beard, the other direction. that's pretty much no. Yeah. We have a beard. You can make exceptions, but you also have to have standards. I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we've got standards. Just you like know. Kim. You know. Yeah. It's a whole thing. All right, you can go to pinkbootssociety.org and check it out if you want more information uh, about the group and find out about upcoming events or, or how you can help uh, especially if you're a brewery and you want to help the Pink Boots Society out, raising money for some of the scholarships and, and things like that. So go check it out. Tiffany, Erica, thank you for coming on thank the program. Oh, um, also, by the way, we're doing a field work event here for SF Beer Week 2. I will be here. So on if anyone Friday comes, the 22nd. If anyone comes to that, they can ask me about Pink Boots. There we go. Excellent. All right. Thanks for coming in. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking to a couple ladies from an organization called Grisette Nouveau. So hang in there. It's the session, and we'll be right back. You're listening to The Brewcasters. The Brewcasters. On The Brewing Network. Tampa Bay has become a great destination for craft beer lovers with more than 60 breweries and counting, like Cigar City, Tampa Bay, and Coppertail Brewing. One of the newest breweries is Four Stacks Brewing Company in Apollo Beach. Four Stacks believes that the West Coast can't have all the fun, so while we feature West Coast beer like Stone, Ballast Point, and Green Flash on tap, we also brew hopped-up ales to our liking in the West Coast style, even as they're truly Florida. Come in and see for yourself. Four Stacks hosts monthly homebrew club meetings, bottle shares, and partners with local restaurants for free food delivery while you enjoy your pint in their new tap room. Stop by Four Stacks Brewing and support the greater Tampa Bay craft beer scene at a brand new community-oriented independent brewery. Four Stacks Brewing, bringing the best of the West Coast style and attitude. Four Stacks Brewing Company in Apollo Beach, Florida. in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a homebrew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber-special secret elite bare-bones club where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit! NicoBrew.com N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W NicoBrew, your bare-bones buddy in the brewing business. Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, Santa 
Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star Solution. Visit FiveStarChemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019. And get the Five Star Treatment today. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in, anywhere, precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water. Ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy. Go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. If you haven't heard, there's a completely new brand of brewing equipment. Kettles, burners, and accessories. Trustworthy, everyday gear that helps you forge and shape outstanding beer the way you want. It's called Anvil Brewing Equipment. Hi, I'm John Palmer. You may remember me from such self-help books as How to Brew, Brewing Classic Styles, Water, and the Brew Strong Podcast. I am very pleased to announce the debut of Anvil Brewing Equipment from Blickman Engineering. I have been working closely with them these past few years to develop products that combine the best of materials, features, and price point. Each of these products has been developed, tested, and reviewed to meet these ideals and bears the Palmer Brewing Solutions stamp of approval on the packaging. Anvil Brewing Equipment, inspired by Palmer, built by Blickman, and made for you. Check out anvilbrewing.com. Anvil. Durable. Reliable. Dependable. program thanks so much for hanging out with us triple eight four oh one beer if you want to call in and ask questions tonight or you can hit the chat button it's on our homepage under community and bevo's in there uh taking your questions for us hey don't forget about our good friends over at beersmith you can go to beersmith.com right now and check out the beersmith home brewing software you get a free 21 day trial you just download it you can check it out on your pc or your mac uh it is the most comprehensive brewing software out there a lot of the pro brewers that we talk to in here also use the Beersmith brewing software. Uh, but you don't have to take our word for it because you get a free little trial, and then uh, you're going to buy it anyway. So, so know right now that if you go take the 21-day trial, you're going to end up sending your money to Beersmith <laughs> because it's such a cool piece of software. And he's got a podcast over there. Brad does. Uh, he's had a lot of great guests, and he does a, a DVD series. He's got um, uh, How to Brew All Grain with John Palmer. You can purchase that. So I would say that it's the best other 
place from the Brewing Network, uh, then the Brewing Network, to learn uh, about cool stuff and uh, get help brewing. Go to beersmith.com. Check it out right now. All right. In the studio right now, we have Kirby Bennett and Amanda Poe from, and I hope I say it right, Grisette Nouveau. Yes. Is that what it yeah. is? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is Grisette Nouveau? Um, well, Grisette, do you Grisette. want like the etymology of the words? Because we can definitely give you that. Well, Grisette was a beer style, <laughs> yeah, right? It is. Yeah. So, what was it? Well, like as saisons are for like provisions <clears throat> for farm workers, Grisette was provisioned for miners. And Gris is a French word meaning gray. Okay. Um, so it sort of signified like the um, garb that females wore when they were serving men of the mines. Mm-hmm. This like really light bodied. Like spontaneously fermented beer. Okay, but it also um, became to came to be known as like uh, like an independent woman in the Renaissance who uh, was like you know took on lots of lovers and you know was kind of anti status quo as well. So we that we, was a grisette yeah, also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, and you know, like a, Kirby and I met through uh, like our jobs at McKellar, um, and we. Um, we wore a lot of gray at the time, so it was like sort of a, a play on the fact that we were like wearing gray, working in the beer industry. We didn't really want any sort of like demeaning, um, like beer wench terms to right. describe ourselves because um, we felt very like strong in our role, like serving beer and working in the industry. And Grisette was a, a more positive way to describe, okay, like what we were doing. And then Nouveau sort of talks about um, like a resurgence of like a particular known thing or okay like the newness of it also like grammatically it's it's actually incorrect because grisette is a female word and the version of nouveau that we used is actually masculine okay um which actually ties into what we wanted as a collective like um we are both active members of the local pink boots um society chapter and we kind of saw that and that's an awesome like way for women in the industry but we're like well we want more diversity than that we want like we want our beer to be brewed by like a drag queen or like a trans person or a person of color so how do we get um even more diversity into into um our world and into our industry um so that's it was a kind of a play on words okay where we were like we took one gender and put it against another gender in in the same phrase nice so if you like actually speak french you would look at it and be like that's not right like right <laughs> but um, so your group so grisette nouveau is more uh geared toward diversity than just say women in beer absolutely yes. and okay. we also feel very strongly about including men in this collective because you know Personally, I wouldn't be where I am today without you know the man, the amazing managers that I've had in my life. And, okay, I thought, I thought you were talking about man. I'm like, uh, yes, well, like, I mean, without the man, the man. <laughs> without the amazing um, man, the yeah. man. Um, no, yeah. I, I just feel very strongly about in, like we love like inclusion. Okay, um, and that is what we strive for in our collective. You're not looking to set apart from from no. men or anything not else. At all. Just okay, not in the slightest. If a man wanted to join our collective, we're happy to do that. I mean, right now it's just us and another friend. Um, There's we, three of you. There are three of us. Sounds yeah. very lonely right um, now. You know, it's it's wonderful. It's we, like, we've done collaborations, <laughs> um, and we've you know we've done a lot of educational events, and we've had men and women, and you know, and everything in between, and we love that, and that's what we. Our, our whole goal is education in okay. the beer community. That, that's what yeah. I want to know. It's mm-hmm. like, really, what is, is the mission? Because we've yeah. talked about that it's it's diversity, but yeah, what is what are you looking to do? And it, it sounds like the mission is to educate people about beer. Yeah, we want to kind of, like, decloud, like, demystify the, the industry for people who 
you know, everybody talks about this, like, big boom in the craft beer industry, and everybody wants to get in, and everyone's like, I want to be a brewer, I want to be a brewer, but nobody really knows what that entails when they say that. Okay. Or, not nobody, or even, like, a people, lot of people are like, I want to drink beer, and yeah. I want to be able to talk about it. Or like, yeah. oh, right. I just made a million dollars because I stole my, sold my stock in my startup. I'm going to start a brewery. Yeah. Like, how do I get into the industry? Like, how do Please I Please do a, help those yeah. people for <laughs> well, us. Well, see, I don't think that that's necessarily, like, where we're going, but yeah. I think that th- that's just another example of the fact that, like, the craft beer industry is a really huge thing right now you know and and a lot of people are super into beer but you know it it people need more education and our our goal is just to be educated provide that education encourage people to start somewhere anywhere pick up a book you know and, and do that and that's what we've done from day one um like before we even started our collective and that's what we want to continue to do. I like this idea uh, and and of trying to be inclusive to people and and make it, uh, you know, so it's not scary, the education part. So even like, so with our bar, the hop grenade, um, kind of by default, because we've been doing this for so long and because we are beer nerds here and we know about beer and we know all these breweries, like our starting point was to, to build this beer nerd bar, which is exactly what I didn't want to do. I didn't want the community to feel like, well, you have to know about beer to go in there. You're going to be treated like, you know, they'll look at you funny if you don't know what's on the menu. And it's the opposite of what I wanted. I wanted it to feel uh, much more homey and more inclusive if you uh, want to learn about beer here, you could do that. Or if you knew tons about beer and you wanted to geek out with one of our bartenders, you could also do that. And what what, what what went wrong? (laughs) Well, what I have to say about that, that's like going like onto a college campus and expecting that you're going to feel like a senior when Mm -hmm. you're a freshman. You know, Mm -hmm. it's if you want to know something about a particular subject, it is on your shoulders to learn that. And the thing is, in this community, you have incredible resources and we, you know, we're lucky that we get to be a part of the Pink Boots Society. You know, we're lucky that we have incredible people that we've met that have always striven to, like, support everyone around them. We have, we've worked with amazing managers. We've worked with great beer education. But, you know, we are where we are today in the beer industry because we've striven, like, to educate ourselves. And right. I think that that is actually what's the most important in the, in, like, that's the most important thing. If you're going to drink something you might as well know about it if you're going to eat something you might as well know what you're putting in your body and and i don't think that there's any excuse to be like naive about beer and um i think that that's a little bit harsh but at the same time like educate yourself and along the way like we can be a resource for you we will gladly brew with someone that has no idea what they're doing and we're still learning we can talk through it all you know yeah. with them but pick up a book i mean we reference books and we're like going into the you know the homebrew store we like we will literally have our books open to yeah. like hot profiles as to, like, you what's should the best for this you know but experiment read more do more like that's kind of what what we're all about, yeah. you know? Yeah. I feel like I should learn about radio since I've... Let me write this down <laughs> and learn about my career. Also, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think that that's like sometimes... 
there's like a cloud around that, you know, like people go into it and they're like, oh, you know, either like it's just beer, like I can do this. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like they probably make like a semi-decent beer from, from you know, the malt kit at the homebrew store. Yeah. And, you know, you can not go past that or you can like really geek out about it and like get all the books and do that. But like, I think that we are really lucky that we came into this industry in this time because, you know, 15, 20 years ago, there weren't. You know, you couldn't have an entire library of, of brewing books. There was like maybe two, two yeah. or three out there. You yeah, know? and so the online resources. The joy of home and, brewing and yeah. how yeah. to brew. Like those <laughs> yeah. were the, yeah. Absolutely. A few others, I guess. But yeah, yeah I see what you mean. Yeah. And now there is a plethora if you want to go out. But, but even with that, you know, like we have this, you know, here on the Brewing Network, this enormous resource of, of uh, you know, how to brew. Mm-hmm. But. It's still having a hands-on, you know, being able to, like you're saying, like being able to, to come brew with you is still a better way to get into it every time. Like, well, there's very few of our listeners who are like, I'm reading all the books and then I'm going to brew. Most people go brew you have to and then figure out the rest it. later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's so fun. Like, it. yeah. And I think, like, when I, I shot you an email about, like, kind of what we were about and I was like, our style is... Is it weird? Can we put it in a beer? Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. We'll like brew hot water and like pour it over random things like peppercorns to like smell them and taste them. And then we're like, maybe let's put this in a beer. And then you can look up like 15 recipes or even like 1500 recipes that say like add this much to your beer. And you're like, well, I'm somewhere in the ballpark of one gram to like a pound. So (laughs) let's just... Yeah. Let's just, you know, yeah. let's throw it all in. <laughs> so how long have you two been homebrewing then? Um, well, together, not very long. Okay. I mean, Maybe we like started our, months? we started Grisette Nouveau middle, like sometime in the middle of last year, 2015. Okay. Um, maybe a little like air on the side of like beginning of 2015 because she, we came together, um, after we'd worked together for a while and we were like, she, Kirby said, I want to host a homebrew competition. And I was like, well, I've never entered a com- homebrew competition. I've never been to a homebrew competition. And we've certainly never hosted one. But let's do that. That sounds wonderful. So, yeah, yeah. yeah we we were like, well, we might as well make a beer together. Wow. And yeah. we started doing that. And we hosted a homebrew competition. What did you make? What yeah. was that first beer you guys well, made? Well, actually, the first beer that we made was a collaboration with Woods. Um, the Woods Brewery. Yeah, there's yeah. cervecerias, like, Big Sister, mm-hmm. um, they're they're located um, in Oakland, like Uptown or Downtown, Uptown, right by yeah, the Fox Theater, right by the Fox Theater. Okay, um, and it was a pink peppercorn grisette, and we uh, collaborated with Sam Bennett on it, and and. It was, yeah. Yeah. Okay. it was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. It turned out so beautiful. I mean, we were like, oh, we're Grisette no- Nouveau. We have to make a Grisette, right? Yeah, and yeah. He was really excited because it was a style he hadn't made before. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, like, he came on um, as a brewer for them and was sort of a, I, like, fangirled because he had, um, he had been an intern for Oxbow and they're one of my favorite breweries. And, okay. And so I, I let the company know that I was, like, super fangirl about, you know, his <laughs> brewing. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because I just love Oxbow, and there are a few beers, especially when I was, like, studying beer. Like, you know, my friends and I did, like, a Monday night, every single Monday night drinking beer sort of thing. And Do you think you, know, you creeped him out? Like, I think he... I might have. I mean, you know. <laughs> he's kind of weird towards you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, no, no. He just came hey. into my work last night with his girlfriend. They had a great time with their friends. No, he's, he's like, come in any time. And he, 
He actually took us through. His his girlfriend fell down (laughs) unexpectedly. We don't know how. She slipped. And so I'm bringing her soup. It's amazing. I sent them a lot of desserts, but I won't say what was in that. (laughs) She wants Um, the antidote. She can call me. No, no. He's amazing. um, And the company's amazing. They're they're really connected with the community. And we're so excited to have us um, with them. And they allowed us to sit and do a meeting with him where we literally built the recipe ourselves with him from the ground up. So, so it wasn't like a collaboration where he had this idea of what he was going to build. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. what were you going to well, say? Well, what I'm thinking is, because this sounds great, and it, sound, it sounds like such a cool experience, but you're saying to me this was your first Yeah, together. together. So I yeah. think yeah. my point was like, what I was wanted to ask is, is like, why? Why did you guys get to do all that? Like, <laughs> in other words, what was your background that, there, that, that, well, that okay. Woods was like, hey, we should brew with the two of you? So I, my first beer job ever was actually at but seller and I sort of like muscled slash begged my way in because I was like you know I really want to work in this industry please like I'll even host like whatever it is I just want to be a part of your education I want to learn everything about beer and they said okay I I just like smiled a lot and was like (laughs) I I said please you know and and, I'll get you far away it was wonderful you know they had an incredible education program um, the owners, like Christian and Nat, did an amazing mm-hmm. job setting up the program. And then um, their Cicerone, Mike Reese, he works for Lime Ventures now, did such an amazing job educating the staff. Okay. Um, I had a great time working there. Um, so they also sought out like collaborations for our company, like Monk's Kettle and Abbott Cellar. I see. So we worked with Cerveceria when they were still like a wee little shop, you know, on 18th and Church. Yeah. Um, and we did a few collaborations with them. So I... Um, became good friends with the um, owners of the company, and then as they've grown, um, it's gotten like we, I don't know, we still have a great connection. And okay, and, and I've known them actually too, as well, because I've volunteered at their beer brunch, the um, their beer, their annual uh, beer week yeah. brunch thing at the public house a couple times the last two years, so it's kind of like. It was just like a natural collaboration. We're like, oh, Woods. And also, like, I think that our style, too, like, we're both um, super foodies. So we're like, I don't think we've made a beer yet where we haven't added some kind of food to it. Excellent. Um, Or something weird. Yeah. Something weird, you know? So so I think that their style, like, really melded with, like, our style. And so. So how big was was the batch of beer? And and then I'm curious how much of the. Uh, peppercorn, the pink peppercorns you put in. So um, I think they have like a three and a half barrel system. Okay. Um, and we did a, p- a pound of pink peppercorns. Mm-hmm. A pound of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the fun part about that, it felt like a triple collaboration because some of my um, previous history in the industry was volunteering my time at Fort Point when they were still a bit smaller um, because I knew actually through Cerveceria, they're like an incredible resource and have been for me. They introduced me to the head brewer of... Um, of, uh, excuse me, Mill Valley Beer Works, okay. Mike Schneebeck, who also now he's the head brewer of Fort that's, Point. That's not a real name. Okay. <laughs> Schneebeck? Schneebeck. <laughs> Dr. Seuss riddle. Um, and so they introduced me to him. I helped them bottle beer one time at Mill Valley Beer Works, and then I just, like, hounded him forever and said, please let me come to Fort Point and watch, like, the brewing process and help you. He helped me study for the Cicerone certification. Nice. Um, and he... Um, was a great resource. Um, and so we used yeast from their park beer um, okay. in our beer. And it just 
was an incredible like melding of all these really beautiful flavors and Excellent. it was a really really wonderful night like we had brewers come and you know congratulate us on a really successful brew and, and then Kirby and I were like well you know we learned a lot just brewing these beers and going and lending our time and hand um and we've taken that home and mm-hmm. and you know we've sweeted a lot of things you know like so can you, you give me a, an example of of some of the other strange ingredients or other foods let's yeah. talk about some things yeah. you put in beer um well we, we recently made a a porter with uh, chamomile and cacao nibs okay um right now we have two beers fermenting we have uh that we're actually going to pour during beer week at pinballs for pints um we have a uh saison with a local orange blossom honey, and then we're going nice. to put it on secondary on um, in Buddha's hand. And then okay. we have a, a, a champagne beer. Well, oh, I'm excited this is, about this yeah. one. This is so one that when I've we been like... The, when we went to the homebrew <laughs> store, the, the grain bill, when we milled it and put it back in the bag and like you know wrote on it what it was, they could charge us, the woman took it and was like, well, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Which is yeah. like, okay. Yeah, I I was, so, she was like, no, it sounds fun. And I was like, yeah. I'll bring you a bottle if yeah. it turns out well. <laughs> I mean, you know... We used like a base lambic recipe, and then we're using... Um, uh, her boyfriend's father's champagne yeast, and then we're going to put it on. Sec- we're going to put it in secondary on strawberries and rose hips. Um, nice. Which, so our, the idea hmm, around it is is to make like a kind of like a rosé champagne beer. Yeah. So I want that beer. Yeah, that we'll, sounds really we'll, good right we'll now. Bottle. We'll bring you a bottle. Be cool. Yeah, absolutely. I, I promise. That. We'll taste it on the air. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, that, that sounds like I a mean, really good I mean, only if it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't be. Can you do the first tasting on the air? Yeah, right. Yeah. I think one of the, like, one of my, one of my favorite beers is the Hanson's, like, Udvige. I'm probably mispronouncing it completely, Udvige. but. I think it's pronounced mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. great, uh, great song. Can you, I, I can't beer. believe that that's like a thing now, by the way. Oh, I know. Oh, it's, it's like a thing. Neither it's kind of amazing, right? We yeah. had the beer. Yeah, it's a thing. Really? Is it good? I've we also had it. Uh, we brewed oh, an oatmeal IPA, but when we went to bottle it, her cat ate all the priming sugar. Like a lot of the priming sugar. Wow. Like, Is that healthy for no, a cat? No, I don't okay. still alive. Oh, yeah, well, still alive. Like the thing is, it was in Kirby's hands because I was I was away, <laughs> and I was it's like, if you fault. kill my cat. Yeah. He, he, the cat's okay. He shops at Walmart now. Yeah. yeah. The, cat, the cat is okay, yeah. and the beer didn't turn out very well, but I... Every time Erica brews on the sidewalk, she, mm-hmm. he's like sniffing around. <laughs> what are you brewing? What are you brewing? I need that powder. I need that powder. I need that China girl. I need that white girl. I need that white girl. You know, we like, keep our priming sugar like very, very far away from them yeah, now. Yeah. Now. <laughs> Yeah, now no. that we know that he's a fiend for it. Wow. Um, little crackhead. But, you know, that that was, like, actually one of our, like, very first beers, and it, it didn't turn out. It was actually, it smelled incredible, and then we were well, like, we need some way. If we had it would have turned sugar. Yeah, it would have been yeah. great if it was carbonated. So <laughs> what I did instead was I took a whole bunch of bottles to work, and we have a, we, like, carbonate a lot of our cocktails. Mm-hmm. So we just poured it into bottles and carbonated the beer, okay, and then we drank it, and it was amazing. And it was good. It was such a good beer. So I was like, we're definitely going to brew this again. At some I still have point, a six but... pack in my fridge. I just have to go buy a Soda Stream. Uh, yeah, yeah, Soda Stream How are for you... all your undercarb needs. How are you fermenting all of these beers? Um, I mean, we're we've made one 
we're like trying our hand at our very first logger, so we're using Kirby's. Uh, I have a keggerator. Keggerator. Yeah. Okay. So oh. that's loggering there, but otherwise in we a use, carboy, just yeah, inside in the a carboy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And we're doing. Otherwise, that. we use her apartment because it's. Uh, a little bit cooler in temperature, a little more steady in temperature than mine is. So. Okay. And not much. I mean, we. And also, she my hallway doesn't equipment. have like ah. any light, so you know. It's, but we did. Uh, we did actually transport the logger from her house to my house, and so it actually worked for aerating the logger. Oh, like, nice! I put it in a milk crate and I tied it down in the back of my car, and then I went on the 580, and it was like <laughs> the worst. And I was like, yeah. oh, now it's aerated. Okay, like, <laughs> that's not a bad idea. Take your work for a ride, Tasty. Yeah. we need to add that to yeah, our I've been overdoing aeration. Oxygen. <laughs> go for a little My drive. Thinking, I just put it yeah. in the car. Go for a trip. But yeah. your carbon footprint is much lower. Yeah, that's true. true. That's very true. Well, I don't yeah, have a Prius. I don't have a driver's license, and I've like never really driven. So if, in in essence. Since we're not really contributing. Like, if you combine that, you know, Kirby's not doing much. Okay. <laughs> okay. She's a pedestrian, so she, offsfoot, she offsets my carbon footprint. I do. Perfect. <laughs> uh, what does your brew system look like? What are you guys brewing on? How, how big is it? How many gallons? Things like that. Um, so, Five gallon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Stovetop? Mm-hmm. It is okay. stovetop. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. like, we've discussed the, like, whole Bunsen burner, great. like, a large setup in my kitchen, but, yeah. you know, I'd feel really bad know. if we burned, like, no, our entire in, apartment building. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> frowned yeah. upon. No, that's, no. A, that's totally a joke, but we have some friends that do have <laughs> that, so we've joke. discussed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We did discuss it. <laughs> and we decided it was a bad idea. We did decide it was a bad idea. It was more of a flip a coin sort of thing, so fate was with us could just get a fire extinguisher and <laughs> go for it. Yeah, cover the whole room in aluminum foil. <laughs> Healing, oh, yeah. yeah. Everything. Especially the windows. Clogs, yeah. windows, yeah. everything. Protects your beer cats. and from NSA. And exactly. <laughs> so are you doing extract beer no. then? No. you're doing all grain we're that way? Grain. Yeah. We've nev- I've actually never brewed extract. Um, Look at you go. It just oh, seems nice. like a kind of a big sticky mess like i've already yeah, had some difficulties is. with honey so like, <laughs> i don't know if i could do like a larger version of that um so what do you have for a mash tun in an apartment like a igloo uh no yeah, actually a, like, false bottom in the in the boil pot you're not brewing a bag yeah. uh, no 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 we have a fault oh, we have the big pot with the false bottom sure so we uh do the we boil the water and mash it in the same pot and do how do you get the green up yeah um, we just we, well, we it we has a spout on it. Yeah. We um, we use a like vinyl tube, and then we go in and then we pour that into next, next door and dump all the grain. <laughs> so you just go. You have another kettle. Yeah, we have yeah. another kettle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Another kettle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We yeah. have another kettle um, that also has a. We like sweeted it and put a spigot on that as well, so that we can drain that into our carboy after we chill it. Um, my boyfriend and I worked on an immersion wort chiller. Um, okay, we built that. Um, just a lot of copper wiring. This is the um, guy who works at Woods or whatever? No, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking with you. Don't worry about it. Oh, oh like fanboy? Yeah, yeah, actually, no. He just I'm sits in a chair you. that we duct tape him to, and he helps us through. Excellent. That's how we do everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, He's actually he, not he's like alive calling 911. Still, yeah, he's yeah. mummified. Yeah. He's not around anymore. <laughs> but you, you guys talk made, to him, but he won't answer. <laughs> you made a chiller. Yeah, yeah. We just used copper, um, like tubing. copper tubing. We got a um, pond pump, mm-hmm. um, some vinyl tubing, um, and a then, lot of ice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, but we also are like one of our biggest goals when we brew together. We just did a double brew the other day because we try to conserve water when we're brewing. 
Um, and we also use like freezer bags. So we save the water and freeze that again in the freezer so that we don't use a lot of the water. And then we use a lot of tubs to run our water off so we can wash all of our equipment in that as well. Okay. Um, that's one of our like biggest goals is to not, you know, use as much water. Yeah. As much water. Sure. Yeah. Um, all right. What's your favorite beer that you... <laughs> all right. Like, you don't believe them at all. You're like, uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite beer that, you, that you've made? The favorite result? Uh, I think the, the peppercorn grisette so far. The first one? Yeah. Well, that was, <laughs> that was really well, fun. What's your favorite yeah. mistake? <laughs> yeah. um, this show, probably. You know, one of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite things that we made was actually the um, the chamomile porter because it was the longest brew day of my yeah. life. Okay. Like, it took ten hours or eleven hours. That was also, wow. and that was mostly because we got like an insane stuck mash, and I think that was because we were like there. There were a couple of instances with our two beers that we or like two. Um, full grain bags that we got from um, the homebrew shop that we went to. And I think that their, like, mill was milling too fine. So we got, like, an insanely stuck mash, two, like, beers in a row. And I was at this point where I was like, I give up. I'm never brewing again. And Korea's like, come on, you love doing this. And I was like, shut up. I totally do love doing this. But I'm not going to admit it right now. Because we literally had to, like, like, sanitize a Pyrex and pull it out and then use a, like, but it turned out we delicious. were we were using oh, yeah. like a yeah. strainer and yeah. just it was an intense day like yeah. just of, lots you, of really weird processes. Did you consider so uh, stirring in some rice hulls? You know, at that point, it was so stuck that we literally had to like pull out our false bottom because everything had like oh, fallen below it. We didn't, yeah, we didn't um, have any rice hulls on, yeah. on hand. And it would have been, yeah. And even with that, I never do a whole unfortunately with our with our schedules, like we end up brewing at like odd hours like we'll be like oh you, it's 9 p.m let's start brewing oh. like <laughs> but even with that i don't think rice holes would have helped in that particular instance Sounds like because it may not this have. was right. yeah. like completely below even like sticking yeah. up our spigot and it was just lots of we i was like mess. thank goodness we have like a tiny little brush on hand and all this craziness and we did it, and it is an incredibly delicious it beer. It turned out delicious. Wow. Actually, we have some we're going to be pouring at the Pinballs for Pints events yeah. okay. um, during Beer Week. So Next if you time. brew it again, how are you going to replicate that mash? Are you going to do the same thing, just in, in, dump you it know, all out, put it back in? <laughs> no. Yeah, you got you got to be able to replicate I'm a little worried about that, but I think that um, we might just, like, you know, everyone at the homebrew shop that we go to are, like, incredible resources. So That's what going, they like about their job being there. Yeah, exactly. So going to them and saying, like, hey, this is exactly what we purchased last time. Can you give us any tips so yeah, that this doesn't go. happen again? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, good idea. Um, I have a t- Next time you get to, like, hour seven, um, <laughs> turn, <laughs> turn the heat up, put on some gloves, carry it outside, and throw it away. I know. You know, I've and been then, at that <laughs> point so many times that Curry's like, no, she's the voice of reason. You know, she's yeah. that, like that positive angel and the devil on my shoulder. It's like, keep going, you know? And then yeah. at midnight, I'm like, wow, we're done. That was not short, but it was <laughs> real sweet, especially because there's, like, beer all over my floor. But, uh, yeah. you know, after brew day, my kitchen looks immaculate. So just got to clean that up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Excellent. Tell me about the the homebrew contest you did, which I'm surprised to hear how young the Grisette Nouveau is, and that you've already done a homebrew contest. You, you, you two are ambitious. Well, the the collective came out of the contest actually. Okay. Um, we were having lunch one day, and we we're like, and I was like, oh, I have I have this idea. Like, let's have this contest, and I want it to be around like introducing a little bit more diversity into the you know, like we wanted to 
to be originally we had like an idea of it being like either women only or like you know like um racial minority only or something like that we ended up deciding that that was like too exclusive too exclusive exactly we wanted to be more inclusive with the with the industry and like that was what we were about so we opened it up to everybody but we were like if you win you're gonna get this hot pink ribbon so if you have a problem with that then don't enter well our whole thing is that we we were doing this to benefit the pink boot society because we've always really believed in what they do okay um but we wanted it to be more open because I think that a lot of people shy away from like pink boots esque things and ladies things. Okay. Um, the turnout for that was insanely good for their first event. It was at local brewing in Soma, yeah. in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. And I was amazed. I mean, these are friends of mine, mm-hmm. so um, I say that even outside of that, but. Um, it was really impressive. For yeah. someone's very first homebrew event, it was a full house for the entire time that that event was going on. Wow. We that's great. ended up, yeah. our well, goal, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. How many entries were there? Just in terms um, back to size. Overall, like about 20. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, okay. we, had a, we had the judging day um, at, at my work at the McKellar Bar um, downstairs in the sour room when it was closed. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were able to do it in one afternoon. But sure. like, it was, it was such a, an awesome learning experience in terms of like event management, in terms of like homebrew itself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd like to sit in and watch the judges like judge all of the entries and like to have to set them up and organize them and stuff. Such an amazing, amazing experience, I which bet. is why we wanted to do it to get, to get that experience. Um, but yeah, we had a really good turnout. We raised like over eight hundred dollars for the and, Pink Boot Society. And did you get the diversity you were looking Absolutely. for from we entrance? Did. You mm-hmm. did. Yeah. yeah okay. So yeah. one of our winners, um, he like one of our winners was a very new like first time, like one of yeah, it was like one entr- of his first entries ever. Okay. Um, and you know he wasn't white. <laughs> Great. He was other. He tried to be other. other. other boss. Yeah. Yeah. What business yeah. did he have entering though? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean by that? What do you I'm mean? Just, what do you mean by that? Uh, Gosh, your straight face like sort of scared me a little bit. Oh, I'm just, uh, wait, what? Wait. <laughs> yeah, no, so he was the first. We we ended up doing two categories. Um, we just, did we did IPA, and then we uh, the other category we picked um, uh, was herb spice. Herb spice and vegetable, vegetable. beer. We were like, good diversity. Everyone's going to want to enter an IPA, well, and, then, fall. and then herb spice and vegetable is such a, a broad category. You like, wanted weed beers. So many. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I was like, I just really want to get high, so I'm going to organize this competition. <laughs> this competition. Yeah. Instead of just buying a bag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I posted for the dab cup. What um, the fuck's going actually, on? Actually, we got some really like unique beers yeah. across the board, even in the IPA category, um, especially because we did 2015 BJCP. Mm-hmm. So the IPA was like quite a bit more diverse. Um, and it was an incredible opportunity for us to even reach out to the community that okay. we've like grown yeah. up in, you know, as um, like in this beer industry. Um, we got to reach out to a lot of our older employers, pe- like places that we frequent often. Um, and they donated gift cards and experiences. And then one of, one of our like revenue driving forces for the event was a um, raffle that we did. Okay. And we raised over five hundred dollars in the raffle, wow. which was amazing. Yeah. We had to like run out and buy more raffle tickets. That's amazing. Yeah. And That's great. It, was, it was a great experience. And local yeah, hosted it, local and, hosted and they it. were so wonderful as far as yeah. all that was concerned. So. 
Okay. Regan and Sarah were awesome. We they also were got so a supportive. We got a new Albion donated a, a homebrew bicycle. I don't, I don't know if you've they, seen. Yeah, new Albion has like a, a bicycle. So it's like their homebrew series it's, bicycle. It's like a normal yeah. bicycle, but it falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> it leaks. It, it, it tastes <laughs> like shoe. Right. Um, yeah. So we raffled that off as our grand prize. <laughs> we contacted. <laughs> Your friends all ride it and say it's a really good bike. But then they talk crap about it. Yeah, this is great, bro. You should fucking sell bike. bikes for a living. Seriously, quit your job and yeah. sell bikes. And they turn away and make that face. Yeah. I'm not really into bikes so much, but this is really good. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's a home. Those could all bike. be like name surveyors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's it. Yeah. Was that the grand prize? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's pretty yeah. cool. And actually, the guy who won it, it was his birthday. Yeah. So it was very deserved. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Except for, I think the bike was a bit too small for him. He was a big so, guy? Yeah, yeah, he was a little tall. But they did say that they, like, that he could bring yeah. it back in and they can figure it out. They'll so. swap it, it out. It wasn't like a clown car big. Okay. It, it, <laughs> yeah. was, it was just like, you know, a little too short. It's like a really he, like, tall guy like, in a Mini Cooper. Yeah. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. It wasn't going to do the Tour de France on it or anything like that. But, uh, you know, he, it would get him from, like, the hate to the mission. Yeah, so he's fine. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Uh, yeah. So, with Crescent Nouveau being a collective, uh, I assume people could join? Yeah, Absolutely. totally. We've actually, like, extended offers to people that, like, showed some interest, but... I don't know. We haven't really had any people, like, follow through with that. Okay. Um, we brew, I mean, we brew a couple times a month, at least. Okay. Um, well, now we're, like, we're really, now. like, the heat is under our asses right now because we really need to. And because beer week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You okay. know, we're fine for that. And, oh. uh, uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. No, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. I've been trying not, to hurt, not, trying not to cuss this whole time. Oh, you're good. Yeah. Well, no, you can't. That's oh, true. We right. can. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. We have a license to burp and cuss. Oh, nice. Yeah, because they're men, Kirby. Oh, yeah. Don't forget. Right. Don't forget. Okay. We yeah. were going to say it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Women can't cuss because cussing can't be too cute. Yeah. Uh, right? <laughs> so that's, that's the whole fucking thing. Let us have one thing. Fuck yeah. Well. Yeah. Give us, you got, well, you got to drive, and then you get a vote, and then now you want to cuss. Yeah. We're giving you beer. Give us, keep, let's keep cussing. The next thing that we're going to want is like the rights to our own bodies. That's just too crazy. Yeah. That's fucked up. No, that is bullshit. Yeah. 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 That's where it stops, right? Uh, if that happens, I'm never going to go on a date. <laughs> You're never going to go on a date anyway. You're married now. And then someone's going to name a beer after you. <laughs> That'd be amazing. No, he just gets to date Taryn for the rest of his life. Yeah, that's amazing too. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Now you just ruin JP's whole night. Uh, let's talk about Taryn's night for a second. Uh, Taryn's yeah. night's pretty awesome. She looks forward to Mondays. She doesn't feel a thing. Her night on Mondays are awesome. <laughs> Uh, so how can people uh, go find out more information and or join and help you? Um, well, we have a website and a Facebook page. We also have an Instagram. And it's all Grisette Nouveau. So you have to know how to spell. Yeah, yeah. you do. You need to know. Um, Nouveau with work. an X. It doesn't Google work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I Google totally Googled will. it today. <laughs> no. I probably still got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to get an alternate spelling site and just put yeah. it to like a, how to homebrew a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand why they... These people are bicycles. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and so people can go to the website and uh, and, and contact you there. Absolutely. Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, yeah. you know, we, we yeah. do all the things. Okay. Um, all the social medias. We try. I mean, that's not our forte. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, we, it happens. We, it does. It, happens. it does you happen know. slowly. Um, well, I saw your yeah. Facebook page today, so it's, it, it is, you're not lying, it's there. It is there. <laughs> yes, it's there. Uh, it's it's this. there. Yeah, it does. Exist. Is it a homebrew Facebook page? <laughs> Yeah. Does it taste like shit? <laughs> it tastes like it, shit. You know, it's it's one of our like depends on your screen. <laughs> yeah, I have an LG. <laughs> All right, you two. Well, thank you so much for coming in here and talking to us uh, uh, about your collective, uh, Grisette Nouveau. Everybody you can go check it out. You can Google it or you can just uh, punch in grisettenouveau.com, I think it is, right? Yeah. Do you um, want me to actually spell it? Mm, yeah. I mean, go you can just it. like yeah. say it to Siri and maybe she'll figure it out. No, she'll be like, <laughs> "Do you want gray wind?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gray wind nomenclature. Oh, finally, yeah, fuck it. Yes, yes that's, what I, that's what I want. Okay. I don't want to brew. I want to get in touch with my Native American roots. Yeah. <laughs> and fine. I'm tired of arguing with you, Siri. <laughs> I, need, I need a hairstylist that's Native American. <laughs> yes, yeah, spell it out, please. Okay, so Grisette, G R I S E T T E, and Nouveau is N O U V E A U X. There you go. Did I get that right? Indeed. Get that right? And uh, we will be at the. We're pouring for our beer week yeah. event at. Um, we'll be at Pinballs for Pinballs Pints, Pints in uh, yeah. Alameda, pouring our beer. Okay. And then what is yeah. Pinballs? What is oh, that? Excuse me. Um, Pinballs for Pints is a. So it's a Comrades Brewing uh, puts on this event. It's actually, I think, their third year doing it. Okay. It's for the Pinball Museum in Alameda. Oh, cool. Um, which I don't know if you guys have ever been there. No. Super awesome place. Like all these really old school, like vintage pinball machines. Can you play them? Yes. yes. Nice. Yeah. For this event. Yeah. What are you doing tomorrow, Warren? <laughs> uh, I'm going to the Pinball Museum. Hey, yeah. can I come nice. with you? No. Sure. <laughs> well, and on top of that, they don't have enough space to feature all of their pinball machines, so wow. a lot of them stay in storage and they rotate them, and apparently like one-third is showcased at any time. Wow. So every yeah. event that they do um, is to raise money so that they can extend their space and then okay. have more They should just charge to come play the game. Well, they do. I they do, think they they do, do. normally. Oh. Yeah. But for this event... Oh. Yeah. I got it. Um, yeah. For this event... For this all event, the, you get beer, too. So yeah. you pay up front, but then you get free beer. You oh. should free. sell beer. No, no, no. But this yeah. event, too, you also get to play the pinball machines And you get glass, so. too. Oh, that's wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. Glass, and that is Sunday, you pay for the pinballs, and then you get free beer and a glass. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to go for the beer, but stay for the pinball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good idea. It's nice. uh, right. Sunday, nice. January 24th, and I believe it's like three to three eight. Three days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. And we'll be there with some of our latest homebrew. Yeah. We've tried our hand at a lager, and a then pilsner. And then, we're, and then we're gonna then we're gonna pack up and run over to the Good Hop after that. So. Okay. <laughs> because cool. like uh, the Pink Boots, we'll Erica, be at the Pink, Boy, Pink Boots uh, event there. Great yeah. spot. Jinx. Erica and Tiffany yeah. said earlier. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They're doing the women in beer and Kim. And, and Kim. Kim. Yes. Kim will be there. Oh, Kim's Kim going to I don't want to go then. <laughs> At the pinball thing? What's Kim doing? It was no one can hear you if you're not on a microphone. Kim might dance on the bar. Oh, oh we will go. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what she was saying. Was that on the flyer? Yeah. I don't know. We will go and then they're going to name a beer after that. <laughs> oh, yeah, the email. Yeah. Sorry. That was a secret. Sorry. Kim dances on the bar. Com. Dot ale. What do you do, Kim, at beer? You're not doing any beer events, right? You just, you just go hang I out at beer events. I am a part of event. that event. I am absolutely a part of that event. <laughs> I your, you were here when I had my photo shoot. Oh, that was that? What that was? Oh, yeah. She was actually the, sitting in that chair. Yeah, I was the, actually, yeah. I was in the studios, and you were right outside the window. I see. Mm. Yeah. I don't pay attention when I you're know. around. Okay. She, was, she was in that chair Welcome with to my that world. hat on yeah. and that shirt on. <laughs> I had a bun. Say, yeah, <laughs> but no beard. <laughs> what do you do at Beer Fest, Kim? I get low. Some eyebrow pencil. 
Snap your fingers. What are you doing for SFB Reek for us? What are you going to do for me? That was for Brewing Network. Oh, it That's, was? Yeah. Uh, first of all, Kim, it's the Brewing Network, uh, not just Brewing Network. BN. <laughs> the BN. I thought we got somewhere, like, tonight with, like, women in beer and, in, like, inclusion. Oh, you have, And now you're just, like, slowly pushing us out right not now. Not us. Yeah. Only Kim. Yeah, Kim. Yeah. Kim. This has not nothing you. to do with women. It's oh, Kim. Okay. It's okay. me specific. Yeah. Yeah, she just happens so to be a woman. So Kim for yeah, because our lack. I mean, Dude, whose side are you on? I got you on the show. <laughs> I don't know Dude. how much you've hung out with her, but Kim is a giant pain in the ass. What? Yeah, she is. So, yeah, she kind of sucks. Wait, but I smile I, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought that was why we liked her. <laughs> it's true. Are you going to the opening gala for us to do things? It's pronounced gala, whatever. Is this the first time you're asking it's me about the this? Ball. Probably. Did we I not send ball. you the an ball. invite? To there the was no ball. invite. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I'll figure it out. I'll get you a ticket or whatever. But you Talk have to, to Kirby. Have yes, to, she Talk she's the handler of things. Oh, yeah, the, we'll both oh, be there. I, I'm just in charge of the volunteers. If you want ah. to get a ticket through me, you have to like do your dirty work. No, no, no I already I have yeah. the, I have to yeah. go through the media person, and yeah. I think they've already contacted me, so well, it's good. We're solid. I mean, Kirby still does need volunteers for a breakdown, so you can. No, yeah, do you everyone? actually need one or two people? I'm for not a good a rapper. Breakdown. I'm not very good at yeah. it. No. <laughs> I, no, I, I can't break it down. I disagree. No, I heard, <laughs> no, I got the stand. It's you know, it's all held up. I've heard your Flintstones rap. I disagree. You're a good. Oh, uh, I want to hear that. <laughs> uh, my Flintstones rap is on point. <laughs> it's lit. It's a, it's lit. That's for sure. Is it's it totally on point. Um, <laughs> we got another. Pee. We got another call. If you want to take it real quick, Let's do I don't. That. I have to uh, Just wait. Okay. Do the dance. Do the pee pee. Cross your leg dance. What am I? Twelve. Right yeah. Oh. Uh, we've got Shannon. Who's a brewer from Toledo, also a Pink Boots member? Hey, Shannon, how you doing? Hi, how are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks for calling in. What can we do for you? I uh, just calling to say hi to my fellow female brewers in the house. And um, beautiful. It's good to see. Yeah, good to see um, and hear other female brewers because there's not very many of us. <laughs> There are definitely not enough. I will agree with that. Not enough. You guys are like bald eagles or condors or something like that. Do you notice it getting better in your area? You're from Toledo, Ohio? Yes. um, Actually, no. It's really bad in our area. Really? Um, Yeah. They just, you know, you get that head tilt and they they, they look at you like you have three heads when you tell them what you do. The dudes? Um... Yeah, yeah. I, I had, um, this is a perfect example. Um, actually, my assistant brewer is also female, so it's two women in the back of the house. And we had some guys come and pick up beer for a wedding. And after picking up the beer, and you know, they were following us around, insisting, you know, oh, you know, do, do you want me to help you with that? And we're like, uh, we, you know, we got this. We do this all the time. We can run a keg. It's, it's okay. Yeah. And uh, so we... We help them, you know, get get it in their truck and stuff. And the the older gentleman looks right at me and says, "So, are the brewers here today?" Right. Oh, no. I was gonna make a joke about that, but now you're saying that's exactly what it was. I mean, we've gotten that so much in the industry, and the thing that you know just makes us more comfortable about it is you know being strong in what you do and mm-hmm. and continuing to do it and just. 
like nicety is key and just looking at them and saying like I am the brewer and yeah. not getting offended yeah. because then you just fit that stereotype oh, yeah. of well, like the whatever angry what, woman industry. What's funny, what's, what's funny is when I told him that I said um, I, I'm the brewer and we were actually brewing that day and he kept looking over my shoulder like I was you know, and who? lying to him. Yeah. 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 He's like, no, 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 the brew, like the one who brews the beer. I yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Not the fruit beers, but the man beers. Wow. I kind of can't believe that still happens, but I'm, I mean, I'm not, I there's, know that it happens. I'm saying that I'm astonished. Yeah, there's dummies yeah. everywhere. You, you believe racism still exists? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a lie perpetuated by the black state. It doesn't happen. <laughs> It's a black state? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Shannon, it's the first two words that came to my mind. Uh, what's your brewery, Shannon? Uh, I work at Black Cloister Brewing Company. Okay. Uh, we're brand, brand spanking new. Um, we're just going to be coming up on our year anniversary, March 20th. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, That's congratulations. Awesome. That's really exciting. You beat the odds of yeah. March, too. That's pretty good. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Well, All right. I actually got married. To, I actually got married in the brewery before we even opened. Really? That's awesome. That's nice. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. And, and is it? Don't get divorced. You'll hate your job. <laughs> <laughs> is it your brewery? Well, I, I don't. It's not mine. No. no. Okay. I'm just a brewer. Well, <laughs> well keep just. doing what you that's do. Very important Absolutely. job. Yeah. And and don't stop. I mean, you know. Extend right. like that Absolutely. education and that knowledge to other people that come in and like ask questions and other ladies. I don't know. Like education and like inclusion is key in my opinion. Yep, I agree, and I love it. I love what I do. It's uh, I have the best job ever. That's wonderful. We have the best job ever. Totally. You know, you brewers. Yeah. Brewers in general have the best job ever. Yeah. Not podcasters. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations on the brewery. And let dudes move the cakes for you, but not because they're dudes, but because working sucks. Like, and let, they're other, let other people do work. <laughs> right. like, if anybody ever offers to do work for yeah. you, let them fucking do, do it. it. Yeah. Free labor. <laughs> Never say no. There's nothing to do with being a man or a woman. Free labor is good. And then put your hand out and be like, and? Yeah. Like, yeah. well, would you like to stay and grain out this batch? Yeah, yeah. you really want to help and fucking sweep up when you're done, too. Yeah, you Lock tubby the doors, I'll be and, at and home. Get over, there and, get over there and clean that up for me, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks for calling in, Shannon. I appreciate it. Thank you, Shannon. All right, thanks, thanks guys. Right. Thank yeah, you. Even even male brewers need dominatrixes. You know what I mean? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Like He's every... just sitting in his own little world with his personal fantasy going on. He does. <laughs> yeah. He has like a two foot uh, bubble between him and the other people. <laughs> I do. Well, it's 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 part of their writers. I can't. It's very can't He's not on your to... screen. And no brown M and M. No brown. What are you looking at on your screen right now? Dude, don't worry. Are about you it. doing weird shit again over there? Is that a gift or shit. is that live? <laughs> yeah, it's live. It's look. It's okay. So I chat roulette during the show. Bev shops on Target. I chat roulette. It's fine. It's fine. It's a live feed of what's happening under the table in, in your seat. I have seismic sensors and everything. Stop it. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can go over to CrusetteNouveau.com uh, and, and check it out. Thank you so much, uh, Kirby and Amanda, for coming in and, and hanging out with us. Thank, Thank you for having you. us. Uh, I appreciate sure. it. You can go get more information over there. Uh, when we come back, we've got a little bit of beer news to do. Also, don't forget, we are giving away a cabin on the Laburski yeah. cruise tonight. We're going to draw our winner, those of you who played the Twitter game over the last several months, and we'll find out who's going to party with us. 
on the Brewski Cruise. Hang in there. It's the session. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. With over 20 years of experience making world-class craft beer and more than 100 gold medals in international competitions, Moylan's Brewing Company is not just a pretty face in craft beer. Just ask Brendan Moylan. What do we got here? The beer of the hour. Moylan's, gotta love that big M. It's like a sign of awesomeness. It's got an extra kick to it. Let's pour this bad boy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Moylan's. The end of the night when the kids are finally in bed, the wife's in bed, <laughs> nobody's bothering your ass anymore. That's Moylan's time. Moylan's is for you. Yeah. It's to help you out. Yeah. It helps me out. What? Well, because it's freaking awesome. Northern California brewed. It's brewed with love. With love? Oh, yeah. Tremendous. And it's always best where? Moylan's. you got to try it on tap at Moylan's in Novato. They're freaking awesome. Not only because I own the brewery, because I love the beer. Cheers! Boom! Kilt Lifter Scotch Ale takes big beers to a whole new level with rich malt balanced perfectly with delicate hops and now comes in four-packed tall boy cans so you can take the party on the go. Or come to the brewery, take a tour, and try any of Moylan's fresh creations right from the source. Check them out at Moylan's.com. A few things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCPIP, and the Internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and the gadget guy Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. Three-time Ninkasi Award winner and Grandmaster Judge Gordon Strong invites you on a guided journey of what's new in the world of homebrewing. Modern homebrew recipes, exploring styles and contemporary techniques available now from Brewers Publications. Gordon brings you specific advice and sensory profiles for as-brewed, award-winning beers with delicious variations to get your creative juices flowing. This is more than just a book of recipes. It sets brewers on the path to discovering what's new in the world of homebrewing. AHA director Gary Glass says, if you want to enter competitions or just learn more about styles that you might not have experience with, this book is going to help you tremendously. By emulating what Gordon does, you're going to make better beer. Modern homebrew recipes, exploring styles and contemporary techniques by Gordon Strong. Available right now from BrewersPublications.com and find brewing retailers near you. heard about White Labs Pure Pitch Yeast. 
Pure Pitch is yeast grown right in its final packaging. That means yeast that has never been exposed to the environment. And White Lab's Pure Pitch yeast for homebrewers is now available to everyone at homebrew retailers nationwide. Easy to use, perfectly sized, and ready to pitch. White Lab's yeast packaged using their FlexCell process ensures the purest yeast on the market. Visit whitelabs.com to learn more about Pure Pitch, FlexCell technology, and how it's created. Then visit a homebrew retailer near you for your own perfectly sized package of Pure Pitch yeast. And you can say hello to your own little friend. www.whitelabs.com when I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a Certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Welcome back to the program, and thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, I've been having a great time tonight doing tonight's show, uh, Women in Brewing. Have you? Uh, I, have I feel been. like it's a first for you. Yeah. Were you allowed like to have fun? It's the first time I've, been ha- I've had a great time in the show in a while. I like, uh, <laughs> I like when we do different topics. Uh, me too. I, I I like, it's, been a good, it's been a good day, for sure. I like new things. We need to find more new topics and, and, and new interviews to, so that I don't have to ask the same questions right. over and over again. And make it, it's, it's exciting. It's more fun. Well, and, and not having ugly dudes to look at is yeah. pretty nice, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't want to make it sound like I'm a sexist person. Right. Um, you don't have to make it sound like that. And sometimes we have good-looking dudes. <laughs> My reputation precedes me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like... Broads. <laughs> I'd like big broads. Uh, yeah. No, Whatever. it's just nice to talk about some different stuff and, um, you know, new things happening in our industry um, and, and certainly changes in our industry, too. So been enjoying myself. Don't forget, you can go over to pinkboots.com. Uh, or wait, let me make sure I got that right. It could be Pink Boots Society. Yeah, pinkbootssociety.org is the actual address, and you can learn more about that. And then, of course, you can go over to Grisette Nouveau. Uh, dot com and check it out there and uh, find out about the events that we spoke about tonight and different things like that. So I uh, had a great time. I also want to thank our uh, wonderful chef, uh, Rachel, who brought us another amazing meal tonight to keep us nourish, nourished uh, for the program. Nourished is different. That, that's, but she still does it. Um, but she does that, too. 
And uh, Rachel's just so good to us, and that was uh, great food tonight. I was really hungry, too. I felt like I hadn't eaten all weekend. Really good. <laughs> uh, because I hadn't eaten all weekend. Um, so it was good to, to fill up. That was really nice. All right. <clears throat> A couple of things to do. Uh, I think we're about to do some beer news, right? We are about to do some beer news. So the beer news is brought to you tonight uh, by wine, the Wine and Hop Shop. You can go to wineandhopshop.com and check it out. A wonderful sponsor uh, of ours. Um, they've been around for over 40 years. Wow. Yeah, that's a long, that's a long isn't time. That crazy? Um, that's older than the Olsen twins. Not um, to make you feel old. The Olsen twins are older they're than ter- 40? They're turning 30 this year. Oh. Along uh, with oh. along with Bon Jovi's "Slippery When Wet" album. Oh, also th- also and me. great. Worn. Yeah, uh, I, I like. Off. <laughs> no one cares about you. It. Missed. I like how you made the correlation between "Slippery When Wet" <laughs> and the Olsen. Uh, they're just they're unrelated real. thoughts. Both of them are on my top ten list. Okay. Are they ever going to get work again? Like, will will there be another movie where you're like, oh, the Olsen twins are? <laughs> they don't need to. They weren't even no. included in the Full House remake. <laughs> really? Yeah, Everybody everyone else, else is. They weren't even asked. No. Yes. Why? Because they're crazy? I, I don't know. Hmm. Just look at them. I only uh, read the titles of articles. Just so nice. Is that them now? That's them now, dude. They're, they, they're in fashion and parfumies and stuff. They don't. They look like that actress. Uh, there's something about Mary Girl. Cameron Diaz. Yeah, they kind of look. They're a little, yeah, a little Cameron Diaz-y. Yeah, that's true. Um, I love them. Twinsies. Uh, <laughs> so if you go over to wineandhopshop.com, uh, Brewing Network listeners get $8 flat rate shipping on orders under 50 pounds. So just enter BN shipping in the notes field of the shopping cart and your discount will be taken after checkout. So uh, they're really trying to help you. And we love our sponsors. Uh, you know, for those of you who don't donate, and it's okay if you don't, I won't chastise you too much. Uh, the other ways to help are by supporting our sponsors. It's a really big deal that you do that. These are people who believe in the Brewing Network and are keeping us alive over here. So go to wineandhopshop.com and enter BN Shipping into your checkout and uh, get your $8 off. AHA members, uh, eight, sorry, $8 flat rate shipping. And AHA members um, also get a 10% discount. Oh, so nice. uh, that's pretty cool, too. Go check them out, Wine and Hop Shop. Uh, all right, so what's in the news this uh, this week, JP? Well, we have a couple controversial stories. Uh, Justin, uh, leading off the headlines here, Cantillon, the famous sour beer that's already really hard to get for most good beer lovers, I've is about to have its production numbers drop. The cause? Climate change. At I least saw that headline. That's what uh, brewer Jean Venois chalks it up to. Mm-hmm. As part of the brewing process, the hot wort is transferred into cool ships and exposed to the cool Belgian air, which helps bring the temps down to proper fermentation area, but also exposes it to those special wild yeast and other contaminants that make Cantillon beers so special. Mm-hmm. However, with nighttime temps staying around 59 degrees Fahrenheit, Vanois is having a hard time cooling his beer. It's totally abnormal. We have the night temperatures in the summer, and with such a temperature, it's totally impossible to brew, he said. Mm. Not a sound bite. Uh, part of what makes Cantillon Cantillon is Van Wa's adherence to traditional Check. methods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Czech. He's a Nigerian Czech. It's a weird accent. Um, as such, he refuses to use artificial refrigeration to cool the wort, mm. making production at Cantillon totally seasonal, seasonally dependent. Well, there's the problem. That's the problem, right? <laughs> uh, in his grandfather's days, the seasons would run from mid-October to early May, which would be his brewing season. Uh, Quote, we are beginning right now, mainly in November, to end in the 
to end in the end of March or early April, Van Wall hmm. says. Uh, quote, we are losing more than one month, and if it continues, we will lose maybe two months. Wow. And that's certainly due to the global warming. <clears throat> that's the last thing we need with the price of Cantillon in the U.S. Right? Yeah, can only is, go another, is a shortage. So I looked into this. Yeah. According to the historical record of nighttime temperatures, the weather in Brussels hasn't really changed over the last 15 years. Hmm. The average temperature for the month of May 2005 was 55 degrees. Okay. The average high temp for that same month in 1999 was 56 degrees. Okay. The average temp for May 2015, 56 degrees. Since May is the month he would typically stop brewing, it's probably normal to see those numbers a bit higher than what he wants. Looking at the temperature history in mid-October, again, which is another month Van Wa says he can no longer brew in, we find the average high temp for 2015 at 50 degrees. And uh, in the year 2000, 56 degrees. So if these, numbers are temp- if these temperatures are too warm to be brewing in, why is the sudden stoppage? Why wasn't he stopping in 2000, uh, in 2000 or 2005 or 1999? It's the same, it's the same temperature. So mm. over 15 years, nothing has really changed at all. Um, in, in fact, it stayed the same. So I don't know why he's now saying that it's cutting off a month. I see. It's very weird. Well, because yeah. I'm assuming so your average bullshit. temperatures reflect a higher nighttime temperature. I assume they do, right? I would imagine. I mean, they're the they're the lows. Hmm. So, and he, or then maybe he's got a new PR, new PR firm, and uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe this is like you know getting a lot of press. Well, so, so but you said with, I believe you called out that he's saying the temperatures at night now are fifty nine, fifty nine degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, and you were saying that the averages are like fifty five to fifty six. So right. the question becomes: is the is the three to four degree difference affecting the beer? Because it's a little, well, it's slightly higher than the well, averages you're, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's saying it's 59, but I haven't been able to find any numbers to support that. Of what the average is right now. Yeah, and then, you know, as we all know, three degrees, mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal. Well, except in that he's naturally getting to, fer- to pitch temperature. Yeah. So three degrees is diff- it's, does matter, doesn't it? It could. Does it? I mean, three degrees? Well, I don't know, uh, 78 versus 75. I'd, I I'd, don't think- I'd might for a minute 75 and not 78. Okay. Well, it, it, it would mainly just affect how quickly it cools down. That's the problem. Yeah. But, yeah. And ex- well, that would also affect how long it's exposed in, in the attic, right? Yeah, but I mean. He wants to make something consistent, right? Totally. And, and so, so, you know, I, I don't know. I guess it's, it's, a weird, it's a weird difference between making money and, and having a business and growing your business. Uh, because I think, remember last year we, we reported that he's, he, he bought an underground, like an old Tunnel World War One bunker or some mm. shit like that yeah. to store some beer. But now he says he can't meet the production levels because of yeah. global warming. Why not throw up a pump in there and, and cool it down to three degrees or, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Be innovative. Black hole jacket that. Right. Something. I mean, so, so you leave Belgian it a kid to like fan it. Right. I Blow think he on just it. wants to take an extra month off a year. That's what I'm thinking. Those Belgians uh, and Europeans, how they don't like to work. Oh, he's pulling a Crosley. Yeah. He, uh, this is all a ploy to I'm pulling a Crosley. No, yeah. take, <laughs> take a month off. He's working at something. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. That is yeah. interesting. And I like that you did the research about the uh, temperatures. It's good to have a little <laughs> comparison there yeah. about that. So yeah. Some facts. Well, I. I hope um, he's full of shit and he gets to brew for that extra month. Because, like I said, it's expensive enough uh, over here. By the way, just so you know, you can always buy Cantillon at, uh, I guess, arguably a reasonable price at the Hop Grenade. We don't do the, like, you know, triple markup that other places do because of demand. Uh, We don't price based on demand. We just have a formula that we price everything. So, And we almost always have a little bit of Cantillon here at the Hop Grenade. The difference is, though, it's 
it's not they're not bottles that we allowed to leave the building mm-hmm. because we feel like by offering it if we offer it at this lower price than most people like we do we don't want it showing up on eBay you know for fifty bucks higher sure. than that so yeah. uh, with with um, yeah so you have to come and, and have it here at the grenade but you can get it at a really you know I would say decent price at least comparatively uh, better than most a, places I would yeah. say that for sure it, it's still yeah. an expensive beer but um, you know we're not charging seventy dollars a bottle uh, <laughs> right you know, so. Uh, which I've paid for that, by the way. Of course you have. <clears throat> yeah. Um, okay, well, uh, the opposite of Cantillon. Uh, for those of you who are craving that blast of fresh, hoppy, draft-only beer, but don't feel like putting on pants... I'm always craving that. Now you don't have to. Okay. Hopsy, a brand new company operating here in the East Bay of California, is there for you in your moment of pantsless fury. Huh. If you reside in between the cities of Oakland and El Cerrito, Hopsy okay. will head to one of their 10 partner breweries and pick up a fresh... Cold growler of your choice, while keeping it at a brisk 40 degrees on mm-hmm. its way over to you. And deliver you a growler and at home? deliver you a growler at home. Wow. Their prices are scaled according to beer style. $16 for a sour, 14 bucks for an IPA, 12 bucks for lagers, pilsers, and wheat beers, which seems totally Wait, skewed. These are half growlers. These are, these are growlets. Yeah, these, these Is that the delivery fee, or that's the cost of the beer? Did you buy six? Go ahead. Uh, orders of four or more growlers come with a free delivery. Anything yeah. less carries a four ninety nine fee. The fuck are you going to do with wow. four or more growlers? Party. So, oh, I see. Okay. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but you're well, going to party. Okay. Four, four half growlers is just two <laughs> regulars. That's not so much. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. a night. They're uh, having a uh, CO2 flush and everything. So uh-huh, you yeah. can potentially not have to drink yeah. them that and day. I, or, I think right. it's, it's it's even more than that. They've, they've, uh, they're, they're partnering with these breweries to give them... Uh, a, a, a CO2 flushing wand. It's no longer just the tube. Like, you go to a normal brewery and they throw that, that shitty tube on there. Mm-hmm. They're actually really trying to, to, to work with breweries who are going to adhere to, you know, the quality standards that we've all come to expect okay. from beer right now. Yeah. And I sorry, was, what was the delivery fee you said? Four ninety nine. if you uh, order okay. less than three growlers. Or four growlers. <laughs> That's not bad. It's not bad at to, all, right? To, to stay in my underwear? That's good. I was at a Freewheel Brewing Company, which is a 100% cask brewery for all their English beers, and they actually bottle condition in the growlers. So they oh, really? actually prime, and so yeah, it's, it's essentially cask growler beer. Mm. Freewheel so, Partners, it's one of the partner mm-hmm. breweries with Hopsy, too. Yeah, they were telling me that they, yeah, they cask condition in the growler, basically. Interesting. Uh, quote, our promise is to provide for, brewery, for brewers a different way of distributing, said Sebastian Tron, mm-hmm. Hopsy's CEO. <laughs> the brewers make much more money with us than they do with traditional distribution. Oh. Tron will not disclose specifics about payment. There are ten partner breweries, including Magnolia in San Francisco, Black Diamond in Concord, and Baltane in Novato, with a goal of adding ten more by this coming June. You know what would be cool is if they offered like a membership where you could you were you could sign up like I want four growlers they a have month. One. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, they do. And they'll just, yeah. like, deliver them no matter what. Like, if I could just come home and there's a cooler <laughs> on my porch. It's, it's like a membership. Milk, no, you need to be, there Some needs to be someone uh, 21 years or older to sign for the package. Ah, but they course. will deliver okay. to your work. Yeah, okay. They, they're not uh, squares about that. I, I do have a work. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I have a work. Uh, Hopsy has a storefront in Albany here in the East Bay, of course, where anyone can show up and purchase any growlers of beer in stock. Wow. Which is kind of weird. Uh, the hope, Tron said, is to convert those storefront customers to online home delivery customers. I guess they don't want to deal with anyone walking in up the street. Yeah. Uh, the storefront is also where you can bring in your empty growler for a dollar credit towards your next purchase. And there's no such thing as on-demand right now. Customers have to order a couple days in advance. 
Oh. So it's not just like, hey, we're going to have some people over in four hours. You know, where's all the beer? Let's go order it. Yeah, I don't uh, like but that. But eventually it's going like, to happen. Yeah, I feel like I'm sitting at home on a Sunday. I've already had a couple of two, three Bloody Marys. Yeah. And I want a growler. Yeah. I, need, I need a little on-demand action. <laughs> well, they're, uh, they're moving to that. They're okay. moving to that. It's definitely uh, something in their purview. Uh, but as it stands right now, they're just – you. you order it in advance, and then they get it to the distribution center, which I think is their Albany storefront, Okay, and then they just throw it, and they probably do one, two deliveries a week or something like that. Right now, I think they just started a couple of weeks ago. They're very small. Okay. What's, what's yeah. their license? Are uh, they a wholesaler? Or, uh, I don't know that. I wonder what these distributors think about other well, people I, uh, distributing the I beer. think they're still mm-hmm. a distributor. I think they still fall in line with a th- with a three-tier thing, right? Well, that sound about right. I thought each brewery uh, can only have one distributor in that county. Oh, I don't know. I think yeah. they might just be a beer account. Oh, maybe. Because they can't be a distributor. Yeah, they're a retailer, probably. Yeah, they, uh, yeah. It's weird. It's very weird, but, but it's kind of a cool uh, market. I kind of really, I like this idea. Me too. Usually I, mean, I uh, poo-poo new ideas, but this <laughs> one's pretty cool. <laughs> well, and, I mean, there's always I've never tons heard of, of it. There's tons of ways that you can get alcohol now at home. There's d- alcohol delivery service isn't really that unique anymore, but this, I think, is. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. because, like you said, Daisy, they're, they're, habit, they're working with breweries who want to take care of the beer. Uh, yeah. CO2 flush no, the thing. No, that's part of the requirement. Do all the deals. Yeah. I might have to move to Albany. Well, you don't have to. You can call. You can email them or whatever. Hopsy, uh, dot com. No, H-O-P-S-Y. but they only deliver down there between, o- uh, between Oakland, Oakland and, and, and El Cerrito, El Cerrito which is Oakland, Emeryville, Albany. It's the 80 corridor. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not. It's not. A, it's not really the East Bay. That's, right. that's what it I hate about our. But it's a sh- tiny portion of yeah, but it. But we're the East Bay. I feel like that's yeah. the that's, Mid Bay, right? That's the other. other like yeah. yeah. East side of the Bay. We're actually we're, not, the, a, we're, we're not a part of the Bay. We're There's the far in between us. Yeah, and we're the bay. in like Central Valley. Yeah. Hey, man. I know people in Sacramento who think they're part of the East Bay. So, <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> so how far does it go? It's not even part of the Bay Area. No. Oh, well. Okay. All right. Well, I like that. That's pretty good, right? I like it. Here's something else I think they should like. sponsor. They should sponsor. Uh, uh, this is uh, specifically for you, Justin. A woman in New York recently. I love her. Be- <laughs> recently, be- <laughs> she's 35. She's a little too old for you. Yeah. Uh, a woman in New York recently beat a DUI charge. By claiming her body actually creates alcohol. I love her. <laughs> I will drink her blood. Yeah. Um, autobrewery syndrome is the name given to this rare disease in which an excess of intestinal yeast causes ingested food and drinks to ferment into alcohol. Who named it autobrewery syndrome? <laughs> some, some beer nerd of a doctor, right? <laughs> Probably. Dude. Well, the, I think the, the, the thing is that your body acts like a brewery yeah. that ferments the... Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> it gets it gets better. Okay. According oh, to the right. Buffalo News, the 35 year old school teacher, <laughs> right? So she's teaching. Cl- anyway, uh, was pulled over after an anonymous tip was called in, saying she was driving with a flat tire mm. while weaving back and forth on her way home. <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean, when you have a flat, it's hard, yeah, it's hard right. to drive with a flat. Uh, she admitted to having three drinks earlier in the day, but that would have not accounted for her blood alcohol level to be a whopping. Point three three. <laughs> Ooh, <man. laughs> wow! Such an efficient plan. Uh, yeah, which is hammered. Of course, more than four times the legal limit. Yeah. Facing misdemeanor charges of DWI and aggravated DWI, which is um, I don't know. Apparently, one she was angry. One worse. The woman spent around seven thousand dollars on medical experts who monitored her BAC when she wasn't drinking and found that it consistently climbed above the legal limit, despite the fact she had not had a sip of alcohol. And she claims that that day she had not had a sip of alcohol? Uh, she 
had earlier in the day, uh, but it had been a, a couple of hours since she had gotten in the car. The rest of the day, she just ate malted barley. So she just right. have an insane tolerance? Uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah, Good question. that's part of it. Uh, a defense attorney presented these findings to a judge who became convinced that the unusual medical condition, also known as gut fermentation syndrome, was the culprit behind the woman's inebriated driving. People with the syndrome have an unusually high level of Saccharomyces cerevisia, hmm. more commonly known uh-huh. as brewer's yeast. Did she beat the case? She did. Yeah, she, she beat, beat the case. The case. Wait, she so she gets case. to continue to drive drunk. Yeah, I feel like Excuse even me. if she beats the case, they should take her license away. <laughs> right. Well, she so shouldn't I guess be allowed to drive. The state is is trying to uh, overturn the judge's yeah thing, oh, okay. or whatever. Right? Uh, well, but you see what I mean, though. Like, even yeah, if it doesn't right. get overturned, like let her off the hook. I guess if this isn't bullshit, which seems pretty bullshit. Well, uh, don't let her drive. There's about uh, well, here it goes on. Uh, quote: She can register a blood alcohol content that would have you or I falling down drunk, but she can function. The defendant's attorney, Joseph Marsurek. Hmm. told the Buffalo News. The Erie County District Attorney's Office is reportedly planning to appeal the judge's ruling. Approximately 50 to 100 people have ever been diagnosed with the disorder, although as many as 95% of sufferers might not even know that they have it. She must be the happiest woman on earth. She's just walking just around with a buzz all day. Randomly climbing, man. Did she, was she, she able to hangovers? recall when she got the flat? Was it last week? <laughs> when, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. I, just, I bought it this way. Does she wake up hungover every day? That's or another you, good question. Or better, like you know how when you, you drink a lot up. and you she wake up still hungover. drunk, so you're yeah. not, like, it's the best way to wake up after you drank too much because right. you're not hungover? Yeah. She just has that. Like She's just a constant... Or does she know? Also... Because her tolerance is so high. I mean, does it she's even said, register yeah. for her? Also, does she have liver problems? Because it's yeah. constantly processing alcohol. Yeah. Well, so um, the the core of the issue, I guess, is her body has apparently become attuned to functioning with a high blood alcohol content, hmm. and she rarely feels drunk or wobbly, the attorney said. Apparently, a diet high in carbs can cause these, quote, brewery flare-ups, and changing your diet is one way sufferers can cope with this. So apparently yeah. she went to her can doctor. stop drinking. Well, that's true. Um, yeah. And she's kind of cut down the carbs in her diet, and since th- since this incident, she hasn't had another flare-up, is what they're calling it, which I love. <laughs> I love it's called a flare-up yeah. of, of, of drunk. drunk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My drunk flares up every night by <laughs> 9 o'clock, too. My blood alcohol content had a flare-up off of What's going on with that? Yeah. I like you can just sit there and get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kate the Great. I'm flaring up again. <laughs> yeah. A loaf of bread's way cheaper than a six-pack. Yeah. <laughs> it's packs of sugar. It's craft bread. <laughs> uh, could have been my hopsy delivery. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, God yeah. bless her. Poor woman. I know, right? Uh, speaking of home brewers. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. Thank you. Uh, is it true, do you think, that home brewers are setting the trend for the beer market? Tasty go. I think they're... Perfect. Uh, Dr. Bart Watson... <laughs> From the American Homebrew Association thinks so, and he has the numbers to prove it. In analyzing data entries into NHC from 2011 and comparing them to market data from a company sinisterly called the IRI Group, which looks at sales of different beer styles or something like that, Mm -hmm. uh, convenience stores, grocery stores, whatever. What he found was a loose correlation between categories entered in 2011 and an increase in those uh, certain beer substyles from that point through 2015. 
So the more entries a category had in 2011, the more likely that category was to grow on a commercial level. Interesting. Uh, Dr. Watson also analyzed brewery openings in states that had recently hosted the NHC and found that those states saw a marked increase in the number of brewery openings uh, post-NHC, meaning in states with dedicated home brewers, there's more opportunity and interest in opening and sustaining a brewery. Or three, and I wonder if that's because the home brewer, those home brewers themselves, are the ones opening the new breweries, right. or if it's just an indication of the uh, demographic of beer drinkers that right. a brewery is more sustainable because there are, are more home brewers around. I think that's part of it too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the vast all, all uh, home brewers are, are craft beer drinkers, right? Mr. Sure. We'll assume that. Yeah. yeah. And. Uh, uh, craft beer drinkers obviously drink all the craft beers, so I think they're just representative of, the, of what people are drinking. You know, and maybe like they would, their vote would count like, like times a thousand versus, you know, like an, another just a single. Uh, I see what you mean. Yeah, beer drinker because they're more more in tune to like you know what what's going on in the industry maybe a little bit because they're home mm-hmm. brewing, but it's more about what the general public's drinking. I think. Sure. So, for example, uh, stout. Category Stout uh, in uh, NHC 2011 had 566 entries, which blows my mind. Um, the market growth for that category from 2011 to 2015 was 56%. Who, wow. And, but, but you go out to a bar, who makes a Stout anymore? Yeah, it, it, well, it, it, you, but I guess maybe it's it's regional. It's, it's kind of also what he was saying. Guinness up their production. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's a huge percentage. Yeah, but something like uh, uh, something called American Ale, which I don't even know what that is anymore. The lines have been so blurred. <laughs> okay, uh, right. There were 493 entries in uh, NHC 2011, and that category dropped 35 percent. Huh. Okay. That's why uh, it's a loose correlation. Right. That's why it's a loose correlation. But IPA, 462 entries, 96.9% growth. <laughs> in four years? In four years. Wow. Uh, fruit beer, <laughs> spice beer, herb vegetable beer uh, grew 78.1% in four years. And they had wow. 429 uh, entries. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's uh, mm. interesting correlations there. Yeah, for mm. sure. I mean, we've always said that the homebrewers drive the the crap brewing industry, but this, a voice, is, some, strong voice, this yes. is some real uh, evidence of that. Some real things. Um, and then last but not least, I know it was a Bourbon County Stout uh, recently was released, but uh, apparently for you fans of Bourbon County Stout, you may be entitled to a refund. That's right. Goose Island, or more commonly known as AB InBev, has issued a recall for certain types of their popular offering, specifically their barley wine and coffee variants of the Bourbon County Stout. Many in the craft beer blogosphere have been commenting on off flavors coming from these beers, mainly an out-of-place tartness. The company issued a statement and said, in part, it has come to our attention that since bottling the 2015 Bourbon County Coffee and Bourbon County Barley Wine, Mm -hmm. they have developed flavors that are not consistent with our expectation of how these beers should taste. Mm. That's not to say the beer doesn't taste good. In fact, some drinkers Mm. may enjoy it very much. I like flavors. However, it doesn't meet our standards for the taste profile of these beers. Uh, to get your refund call, 1-800-GOOSE-ME. <laughs> no. Yes. Oh. You made that up. No, I did not. Playing find, find the, the fake. Yes. That would have been a perfect story. Uh, <laughs> that, that really is a good yeah. find the fake story. Uh, yeah, I have me till GOOSE-ME. <laughs> 1-800-GOOSE-ME. That's well, rancid coffee, it never tastes that good. So uh, <laughs> coffee stouts are going to get rancid eventually, yes. Yeah. 
Well, that's interesting. So a full refund. I mean, how many breweries, you know, you, you put the beer out and, and six months later you get off flavors in it because bottling yeah. is difficult. And well, it, was it, it was released like a month ago or something like that. It was released pretty, oh, pretty, okay. pretty quick, pretty, you know, recently. I you see. think Anheuser-Busch would be able to handle packaging a beer? Yeah, but I mean... I, Maybe that's why they're giving the refund. They believe <laughs> yeah. that too. Yeah. Sure. I mean, but they, you know, it's why released they, across 50 states. You know, it's a, probably the widest release this beer yeah. has ever seen. You know, yeah. it's just... It, it happens, I guess, but uh, but you know, look, maybe it's the variation in that in those honest. specific beers, and maybe it's a malt combination yeah. that people aren't used to, or yeah. you know, it's a wider audience maybe getting the beers that may not normally have been able to get it before because it's Budweiser, or they, no, they didn't the taste, and they're comparing it to the regular without the coffee. Sure, yeah, really or they didn't taste all of the barrels before they blended everything, and a couple of barrels went sour instead of dumping it like they probably would have done years ago. Sure. It all just got blended back. Hmm. Hmm. And that's beer news. Okay. Well, thanks for the beer news. Uh, that's wonderful. Don't forget. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, baby. That's, I appreciate that. That's that's wonderful. That's that's great. Uh, don't forget to go over to wineandhopshop.com and uh, check it out. Um, we have a drunk of the week call. <laughs> hmm. Is it Lulu? Uh, it is Lulu. Oh, perfect. You want to take it now? Yes. Are you asking me or Lulu? Uh, you. <laughs> hi, Lulu Gumshoe. Oh, my God. Hi, you guys. <laughs> OMG. Some of you were just getting there. Yeah. Oh, totes. What's happening? You drinking a bunch? I am drinking several. Yes. Good how job. Come, how come you didn't show up all drunk when I got to hang out with you at Disneyland? Show you were sober. Oh, burn. you know what? I wanted to meet you sober because I respect you, dude. <laughs> I think you're full of shit, but that's a nice thing. <laughs> that's a nice thing to say. Well, that's one. Kind of unusual, but yeah. uh, what are you drinking tonight? You know, I had a bunch of Firestones. Which ones? Um. Like all of them. Oh, all the Firestones. Oh no! I love. I that's a good way to do it. Uh, okay. All of the stones on fire. Yeah. Uh, are you by, are you by yourself? Are you are you alone drinking? Oh no no no! Drink with my husband, yo. My husband, dude. It's funny she gets uh, urban. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. drunk. It's very urban. Well, dude, dude, Justin, you you grew up in SoCal, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yo. Um, <laughs> From like Santa Ana, yo. <laughs> Santa Ana. <laughs> you know, like the winds, bitch. Oh, I yeah. know. Like the only thing B? I know Santa Ana is the shitty winds. We'd be blowing through, B. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you're representing. <laughs> or whatever. Hey, hey. I, I, I know how to cut a bitch, yo. I do. <laughs> hey, Lulu, this is the women in beer show. Yeah. I prefer you didn't do any bitch cutting. Well, she's a woman. Not today. Not today. Uh, so on, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the drunkest you've ever called in, what do you think you are now? Oh, probably like 25. <laughs> at, least a, at least a 25. All right. Well, that's pretty drunk. Are you going to pass out tonight? Or are you going to go to sleep? Um, I hope not. Yeah. You going to try to get some action with that husband of yours? Of course. <laughs> Crawl up. Hey. <laughs> hey, you. 
She's not Sam. It's, hey, it's it's me, Lulu. Hey, <laughs> hey, Randall. Like I mean, she's drunk enough that she has to introduce herself to her husband. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hey. hey, it's me, Lulu. Good to see you again. <laughs> uh, well, I wish you luck getting some action, Lulu. Uh, all right. Well, you are in the running for uh, drunk of the week because you called. Oh my god. Are you gonna? Are you done <laughs> drinking? Are, are you? Are you finished? Or you, you still got work to do? No, there's there's always work to be done, Justin. You know that. I do. I do know that. <laughs> Wish I was drunk tonight. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta drive home though. Imagine how many stupid things I would have said if I got drunk on the women and beer show. <laughs> You <laughs> started early and totally just ruined this topic. So, uh, do you all? I don't know. And then you know me too. Like the next morning, I'll wake up tomorrow and just go, fuck. You are, you are such an idiot. They'd all, they'd all be standing over your bed, just bloodshot eyes and knives staring down at you. Uh, they would cut a bitch, yo. So many dumb things out of my mouth. I'm, I'm proud of myself that I came in sober today. Well, uh, no one wants to hear about how their husbands let them do this. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. All right, Lulu. Thanks for the call. <laughs> no problem. Right. Anytime, yo. Later, yo. Cucamonga Kings for life. Say that, bitch. Cucamonga Kings. Is that a thing? That's a thing. There are people? Yeah. Hmm. The Kardashians claim them. I, <laughs> I feel like I, that's one I would join. <laughs> I don't know why. It sounds like it sounds like it's not like they do fun things. It sounds like they have like cocktail parties. <laughs> I'm like, hey, it's my time night at the Cucamonga Kings Clubhouse. A two for one salsa night. <laughs> Limbo night. Oh, love it. Okay. We're going to take a quick break, a very quick break. When we come back, we are going to give away the cabin to the Labruski crew. Yeah. So hang in there. It's the session. Plus, I have a gift to open from what? Kim Shimke. She got me a gift. What about us? There's more know. than just you. Yeah, it just says my name on there. Did you? Did she bring enough for everybody? Uh, we'll find out. Should we be in the room? Uh, I think so. I don't know. Why? You think it's like a dirty gift? Well, no. If well, it's dangerous, I don't want to be here. There is one for him. Something for you, a little something for her, and then something you'll both enjoy. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hi, this is Brandon from Drake's Brewing Company here to warn you about the impending apocalypse. This year, we're unleashing our four horsemen on Saturday, January 23rd from 12 to 6 p.m. at Drake's in San Leandro. In addition to the return of Apocalypse Double IPA and Black Label Triple IPA, we're adding the next two riders, Red Label and White Label. In case you thought Apocalypse Day couldn't get any bigger, you thought wrong. We invited more than a dozen of our favorite West Coast breweries to pour hard-to-find double and triple IPAs, including Cellarmaker, Russian River, Boneyard, Beechwood, and many more. Pre-sale tickets are on sale now and start just 25 bucks. Black Label is limited to six bottles per person. Go to drinkdrakes.com for more info and brace yourself. The end is beer. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... 
Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer, whether for yourself or as a gift. When you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the BrewingNetwork.com. Hey, dude, you know what beer this is? Oh, uh, no, all the labels are falling off. Yeah, or the ink is run. Well, if it's the pale ale, you're good, but stay away from the quote-unquote Belgian. Oh, man, this guy needs to get some grog tags. Grog tags are reusable, write-on, wipe-off, commercial-grade bottle labels for your brew. The guys at Grog Tag are homebrewers. They wanted great-looking, sturdy labels for your bottles, buckets, carboys, kegs, and growlers. They also wanted a label that not only looks good, but can be easily removed and reapplied during bottling without that nasty glue residue being left behind. No residue, water-resistant, and ice chest-approved. Grog Tags stay on in water or an ice chest, and they stay legible. Visit grogtag.com to customize your label or coaster from dozens of different templates for free and see how awesome your bottles can look. Oh, it's that pseudo-Belgian. Yeah, we're getting him some Grog Tags, dude. Grog Tag. At least your beer will look good. Grogtag.com. Segmented. Demented. Fermented. Fermented. It's the session. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hey, JP, are you getting enough? No, I'm not. I have a ring on my finger. I bet you'd like a little more, right? I would, but she listens to the program. Ah. Well, AdamEve.com wants to give you more anyway. Nice. Ten free gifts, as a matter of fact. Uh, I like gifts. If you use coupon code BNARMY, first you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Nice. Is it like a like a spa day for her, so I can be alone with the internet? I think so. Nice. I don't know. Lulu, are you listening? I'm gonna hey, listen to my voice. I'm gonna get you some action. Right. I'm gonna get a sexy surprise for her. Then one. second, especially just, just one. Uh, uh, second is a specially selected toy for him, uh, whoever you invite, you know, to join you too, I guess. And then a third, uh, a little something that you'll both enjoy. Plus, you're gonna get six full length. Adult movies on DVD. And, uh, uh, I know Lulu. She's been needing some full length for a while. Full length, yeah. yes. Uh, and then the tenth thing you get for free: free shipping on your entire order. If you go to AdamandEve.com to get your free ten gifts, just go to AdamandEve.com uh, and select any one item. Uh, you know, it could be like an adventurous new toy. Uh, as opposed to like a dull one, like don't pick mm. a dull one. Pick no, an it's not a stay-at-home toy. Pick an adventurous right. one, um, or maybe like a sexy piece of lingerie. I know you wear lingerie, JP. Well, you know, I, look, this is the women in, in beer show. Yeah, lingerie is not just for women; it's no. for men's too as uh, well. It is for men's. Yeah, yeah, uh, or anything else that you desire. Just go to AdamandEve.com. Use uh, coupon code BNARMY. That's B N A R M Y. At checkout, you get your ten free gifts. 
uh, go go do that now. All right. Speaking of gifts, yes, Kim Shimke. Yeah, what is this garbage? Brought yeah. me oh, a know. gift. Just Justin. As Just if my presence Justin. wasn't enough. Uh, right. No. No. What? Mm. That's implying that we That's think it is. No, yeah, actually, he, yeah. he got it. Uh, and he got that too. Well, this also begs the question: What did he give you for Christmas? I guess a job. Paycheck mm, yeah. for Christmas. A lot of love. I send invoices. I get checks in return. Those are. Oh, right. that's, that's the bad. No, he I doesn't see. do any of that work, honey. Oh, wait, <laughs> that's <true>. honey. <laughs> Girl, honey, child. I, I am surprised that on the Women in Beer show, Bevo is the first one to call somebody honey or sweetie. <laughs> So all it takes is sending an invoice. Uh, uh, well, Kim, how th- I haven't opened it yet, but I'm assuming uh, it's thoughtful. Um, <laughs> it's an invoice. I wrapped it. <laughs> yeah, I did January. wrap it. It is beautifully wrapped in Anchor wrapping paper. Where did you get that from? At Anchor Brewing At Company. At the brewing company? They Weird. sell it like, in the gift shop or what? At Noble I got it at a media night. Somebody gave her a present. Uh, okay, nice. It's really cool. I like the, it is uh, cool. the wrapping paper. I all took right, time uh, for this. You did. It's, mm. you're, it's professionally she wrapped. She billed you for the time also. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Put some of my double-sided tape on you and everything. Uh, wow. Oh, wow. Right. So I'm opening the gift here. Let's see. The what, one person in this room what, that doesn't uh, deserve it. Wow. Uh, is this a new Journey album? What? Journey Eclipse. That's not new. Uh, it's not. It's not new. No. It was four ninety nine at Walmart. It's so no, it old. It's four ninety nine. Steve Perry does not eclipse the Filipino kid. Let's see what's on it. Uh, let's see if I know any of these songs. Know. Oh, this is like these are like deep cuts. I don't. I don't think first I even, cuts the deepest. I don't so. even know these songs. As a matter of fact, <laughs> so that means I'm going to enjoy this bad <laughs> uh, Wow. Uh, thank you, Kim Shimke. I love that you were standing in line at the Walmart and you saw Journey on the the shelf at the checkout line the clearance for four ninety nine, and you thought of me. Well, if I'm being re- uh, completely honest, it was a re-gift. <laughs> <Why elephant? laughs> yeah. Wait. Who the hell gave you a Journey album? Someone who got it for free. <laughs> Like, who can I dump yeah. this on? As a joke or like, a, oh, Kim likes Journey. Here well, I go. do like Journey. I went to them for my 19th birthday. That is a true fact. Is to it wow. signed? To Walmart? <laughs> <laughs> that was before. How long ago was your 19th birthday? A decade ago. Really? Yeah. God, you're getting old. I'm getting old. So Kim Shimke also turns 30 this year. I do turn 30 this year. When? Just like Bon September 30th. What are we going to do? Oh, it's a Friday night, by the way. So we're going to rage for 30. You don't rage when you turn 30. You just kind of sit around and talk about books. I had a Harry Potter-themed birthday party for my 30th birthday. God damn it. Jane <laughs> uh, Austen and tea party. That sounds lovely. Gross. Pride and prejudice. Thank you, Kim Shimke. I am honored to receive any gift from you, but this one in particular. I did wrap it. Even and, if it was uh, intended for you. If I, I brought it on Bart and everything. I should keep Keep it in its wrapper, like I might one day. You should keep it w- uh, next down here by the console on the floor with all the other crap that people give yeah, you. Yeah, because yeah. eventually, I mean, I'm I sorry, know. in your storage case. Yeah, and this yes. right yeah. me. Usually, uh, our journey memorabilia comes signed. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, I'm not sure I can hang it next to the drum right. head because yeah. it's not signed. Although I could maybe get it signed. I, I could, could sign it for you. Uh, yes, <laughs> you would have my signature on it. I guess you could do that. Uh, well, thank you, Kim. It's you know what? It's the thought. That you thought. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how that saying goes. That's saying good, yeah. right? Yeah. So good. Well, you got it right. <laughs> You're a very nice person. <laughs> <laughs> On a good day. How was your Christmas? Did you have a good Christmas? 
I had a very uneventful Christmas. Yeah. I wish I had some kind of fun story to tell you, but I have absolutely nothing. Yeah, nothing. And how about your individual? How about your New Year's? Uh, same story. <clears throat> yeah, you stayed home wishing uh, no, for a date. No, I, I was actually uh, Wait, waiting for Brooklyn. I was down in uh, Long Beach. <laughs> yeah, you were. And, uh, yeah, you were. He fell asleep. Brosa fell asleep. He was asleep. Oh. He was asleep. Well, he does by he, when? Like by yeah. what time? Uh, from like ten to about eleven fifty nine. When I woke him up, yeah, and then at twelve oh three he was back down. Oh, so, right. Wow. Um, hmm. uh, you're dating the same dude. The same dude as, uh, as we know that you know. Yes. Yeah, the same dude. Whose yes. portrait we drew? How's it go? How are how are things? <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that you yeah. know. Whoa. Whoa. This was about journey. All right. This is about journey. Oh, trust me, you're on a journey. Oh, hey, yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Maybe to the free clinic. We don't know yet. <laughs> I have health insurance. I don't need the free clinic. Uh, uh, how, I have Kaiser helping me out. My HMO is great. Thank you. How are things? Are you guys serious? Things are things. Yeah. You could talk about babies or anything? Yeah. So about that journey album. He slept every most time. Of <laughs> he did some things are casual still. Are you exclusively dating one person? This is incredibly uncomfortable. Is that? Uh, We're not talking about who the person is. <laughs> right. We're just talking about a. You know, Evo's got a switch in her microphone. She just turned uh, off. Yeah, <laughs> it's the woman show. It's all about you right now. Right. Like, are you not banging anybody else? Yeah, one day. There's no banging of other people. No. Is there banging of that person, <laughs> or are you guys just fall asleep every night? There's, there's, there's actually bang- no banging. There's actually. I bang on his head to wake him up. <laughs> there's banging before 10 a.m. Yeah, yeah. Between okay. like 8:30 a.m. and yeah. 10, and then anywhere throughout the day, he falls some, asleep. Some people, <laughs> some people are daytime people. Said, Great. Now we've got you uh, dating a narcoleptic. <laughs> a narcoleptic, a socially awkward, sexually frustrated <laughs> asshole. God, if only I had that photo or the drawing with yeah. me. Actually, I think it's still in my wallet, but. Yeah. Oh, good. You well, you gotta, you gotta, I, I keep it forever. You have to keep heart, a picture you know? of the one you that, love. Yeah, that way you remember him. <laughs> yeah. You should put it on a necklace. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it'll lock it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. All right. Didn't he have a hook for Thank a you. hand and like a you, big, yeah. like one you giant kneecap? <laughs> <laughs> you also gave him a double-sided dildo as his accessory. Yes, we did. Well, we're, we're, thinking, we're thinking about you. Yeah, we're yeah. trying to help, really. Double penetration. <laughs> you know, I've got to appreciate that. Thanks, guys. Yeah. We were like, you know what Kim probably likes? DP. Yeah. Where you bend Kim's it, into the DP. Where you bend it around, and so it's a handle. Yeah. The whole thing. Stop it. Uh, yeah, had, I like how you felt that you had to describe how that would work. <laughs> right. With a double-ended. Yeah. Well, because one's in the other. It's yeah. a whole... Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. All right. Well, Is that one gift or two from Adam and Eve? <laughs> Who knows? It's I'm happy for you, I think. I, I haven't decided if I like Brosive yet, so I'm, I think I'm <laughs> you need, happy You need a few you. more meetings? <laughs> yeah, maybe a couple other hands. No, no, I don't think we need a few more meetings. We just need to think about it a little bit. <laughs> the one meeting is fine. Yeah. It's been like eight months, then you need to think about it a it's, little bit more. It's, yeah. Trust me. That's, well, that's I'll be funny. honest. I had, it hasn't crossed my mind before tonight. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, he's he's We're sitting around just going, I wonder what Kim's doing with that dude. <laughs> well, I personally get very uncomfortable with people who look like they're Syrian refugees. I just <laughs> it's too. a whole thing just in general. He, he wears baggy clothes and he doesn't really. It's just the whole. He is thing. a little refugee like. He is a little refugee esque. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'll be single after tonight. Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. Back yeah. to normal. Yeah. Oh, does he listen to this? He's you know, probably, probably not. Thanks, oh, yeah. Warren. Yeah, it's, it's late. Too late. I appreciate yeah. that. It's late. It's nine thirty. Yeah. I think he's a big fan. I think he listens to every episode, waiting to see if we're going to mention him. 
It's been six months. He's like, yes. Ever since the meeting. Finally, they talked about me again. Oh, I sleep. It's finally talked about me since the picture. Did you show him the picture? You know what? I did show him the picture. Good. I felt totally comfortable doing that. How did he feel about it? Did he Was it accurate in his eyes? <laughs> was it accurate in his eyes? Why do you have a picture well, of my grandfather? He doesn't have a hook. He doesn't carry around a double-sided dildo. So Bullshit. I don't think that he thought it was accurate. He sounds real boring. Mm. I think he looked at it and he was like, you know what it, you know, there's some, you know what it is? That's how I feel inside. <laughs> yes. We captured yeah. his true essence. <laughs> right. Yeah. We captured you, you his... You portrayed uh, his insides. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a yeah. picture of his insides. I don't yeah. know if he told you that. We, we draw souls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey, I don't know. Congrats, I guess, Kim. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. Congrats that nothing in your life is moving forward. <laughs> Just take it and run. Yeah. Yeah. Holding down that sleepy dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, making sure he doesn't light himself on fire when he falls asleep with a cigarette or whatever he does. Is he like far away too? You're like, hey, I know what we'll do for New Year's. I'll travel really far and then we'll fall asleep. <laughs> and, then we'll, and then I'll watch you sleep. <laughs> You're so cute when you dream, Yusef. Uh, all right. Hey, well, thanks for coming in, Kim. Uh, Kim actually put this show together for us tonight. Nice. Uh, uh, and, and I thank you for doing that. I think it was a really good topic and I had fun. So thanks for uh, making that happen for us. Yeah, no problem. I thought the people that came out were really great. I really, yeah. uh, I thought that they did a really good job. They felt really comfortable here. Oh, good. So uh, thanks for not turning them off too much. Yeah, um, we didn't fuck it up, right? You know what? I don't think you did. Wow. Um, I gave them the disclaimer that uh, I am just an independent contractor. <laughs> not so, to hold you responsible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not yeah. Responsible. I hope he can still maintain a friendship afterward, and I feel that that uh, that's the thing. Now we can actually do that. Did you tell him that there was like a seventy thirty chance that we were going to make dick jokes within the first like two minutes of the interview? I just said you guys were going to be assholes. Like, you know, I wanted yeah. to keep it a blanket statement. I tried real hard, but they didn't leave. Yeah, <laughs> so that's cool. For yeah, them. good. Right? Yeah, I, I I'm proud of us. I think we. Um, I don't know. You're respectable. We were we existed well, here. It's not Ish. Uh, yeah. Ish. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I think what I mean I think we helped I think we tried our best to make the, to do the topic justice. That's that's as well that's as far as I'm willing to go. It's just a show <laughs> for you, right? Good. We tried. Yeah. Which is just a big deal. Um all right. Uh well uh, feel free to stay. We only got a couple things left to do here. And you wanna to talk to us about IDIP real quick before we do our uh Lebruski Cruise giveaway? I, I do. Are you talking to me or Kim? Uh you. Yeah. When I, I dip, would love we to dip, we dip. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love the idea, man. It's uh, if you guys remember, we had we talked about him a little bit on the show a few months back, uh, where it's a, it's a just a handheld uh, photometer, you know, yeah. water a little water meter, but you need you need four milliliters of your water, and it's a it's a really robust system, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for what to get a bunch of different tests for your for your brewing water, like you know, so if people who use uh, RO water or just want to know what's going on in their water, uh, this is a super accurate test that pairs with the, the uh, via Bluetooth with an app on your. Phone, mm-hmm. And you can run like total alkalinity, uh, chloride, calcium, uh, hardness, pH, sulfates. And through that, you can run up to 35 different tests. Wow. It's pretty cool. And it's really easy to use. Uh, you know, like a lot of tests, you have to add, you have to measure out different chemicals to put in the test to test for different shit. Mm-hmm. They have it on little strips and you just 
put the little strip into whatever you're testing and you shake it in the water for like 20 seconds. Hmm. Like a Polaroid picture? Like a Polaroid, like a corduroid pager is how the song goes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and it's, it's awesome. I don't you know. Stick I love that it. I, I bit, uh, you stick that into the device. Yeah. yeah. Stick it in the little sample. Yeah. Yeah. So, nice. and, and so if you want to, uh, you know, take multiple samples, of course you have to change, so, change the water you, out. You don't have to go and like hold it up against the chart. Yeah. No, you don't have to do anything. It, it gives you all that. And it so looks at that for you. It looks at it for you. It's, yeah. Uh, and then, um, you pairs to the app, and then from the app, you can upload it to Facebook or to uh, you know a group uh, like your uh, your uh, Brew Club Twitter or something like that, and oh. you can kind of let everybody else know. Maybe if you're brewing with people, you're trying to match different styles. You can show what your local water is for your other club members. Mm-hmm. They're probably using the same water too. Yeah, nice. I love the iDip. It's 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 actually really cool. I've used it before. Um, I got Brian from uh, of course Doctor Homebrew. Yeah, uh, one of the handsome co-hosts of Doctor Homebrew. He's, He's going to be using it too. He is handsome. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about it on Dr. Homebrew in a couple weeks here. Yeah, but you, check out my work. Where can people get it? You can go to smartbrewkit.com. Okay. Um, and enter code TBN15, all caps, TBN, all caps, 15, to receive free shipping plus a bottle of reagent for free, which is a $70 value. Wow. Yeah. I love reagent. Um, <laughs> I lo- I, over and over again. <laughs> I will get old. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love it. You don't have to do any math. It's 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 one of the only uh, um, meters on the market that, yeah. that just lets you sit and shake some things. You had me at no math. Yeah. And it's one meter that will test everything you ever need to know. Yeah. If you okay. need, if you need, it tests thirty-five different tests. If you need thirty-six, then you you don't you don't need it. You're it's stupid. not for you. Totally it's not for you. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Thanks to IDIP, a wonderful sponsor of ours. It is now time to give away a cabin for two on the Labruski cruise. It's happening in the first week of March, and uh, you're going to go party with us. You're going to hang out. You're going to have a great time. You're going to see Bevo in a bikini. Yeah. No, you're not. We'll, we'll, give you a, we'll give you a welding mask. A deck of the <laughs> You'll you need it. You'll need it. The, the sun reflecting yeah. off of my <laughs> poor pasty body. You're going to get to play blackjack with Beardy in the casino. Like see the Jack. cards. You'll win every time. Yeah. You're going to get to go to karaoke night with JP. I'll sing some I'll karaoke. probably actually do that, though. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get to uh, see a lot of music. You're going to get to just party with us. All right. So uh, all of you entered the um, – these are all the winners of our Twitter games over the last uh, several weeks. And uh, we're going to draw our, our winner right now. Cabin for two. Are you ready? Is everybody ready? I'm ready. I can't wait. I, I, I hope it's someone that I know. All right. The big someone winner. I don't know, I don't give a shit about him. It, right. Well, you throw him overboard. You're going to get to know him <laughs> on the, or her on the uh, on the cruise because they're sharing your cabin. Fuck. Eric Kalenko. Yeah. Is our big winner of the Liberty Prize. Yeah, you're going to party with us, Mr. Eric Kolenko. And uh, get your liver ready now. I suggest you you stay stone cold sober between now and then. Bring your mace. Uh, bring your yeah, mace is probably a good idea. <laughs> but if you're not into medieval um, weapons, bring whatever you want. That's a cabin for two on the Labruski cruise. Congratulations. Thank you for playing. Uh, if for some reason, just so the rest of you know, Eric cannot make the cruise. Uh, right after the show, I'm going to draw several other names, and we'll just go down the list in order to the next people. Uh, but Eric Kalenko, you are uh, headed to the to the ocean with us on an ocean liner that hopefully won't sink. Uh, all right. <laughs> or at least slowly. It might be a good idea to invest in swimming lessons. 
uh, between now and the cruise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, once you're when you're out there, swimming ain't gonna matter. Fall oh. overboard there. That's it. You're done. You're dead. Mm. Uh, all right. Twitter game today was what? If we won the lottery, which is worth like a zillion dollars, one point right three billion or something. When like that? we win the lottery, yeah, you okay. think positive. Yeah. How we're, how should we spend the money? Right? Yes, that's correct. All right. What did we get? Well, uh, Chris uh, says Justin would probably do what? Fifteen lunch meats for that? Maybe twenty. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, our little friend uh, our, and Moby lookalike Mike V Sardina mm-hmm. uh, says uh, he would sp- <laughs> we would spend that money on nicotine patches for Justin. <laughs> Lifetime. <laughs> Disneyland passes for JP, LASIK for Beardy, and whatever Bevo asks for. Uh, all right. <laughs> a double white. Yeah. 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 Well. Not a triple white if we're getting a billion. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Jeff Grailnick says, a BN Navy brew yacht, a tropical uh. island, and coconut bikinis for Bevo and JP. Yes. <laughs> Love to see JP in a coconut yeah. bikini. Me too. We can make that happen in March. We can. We can happen in February too if you want. <laughs> Tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, Beer Pete says JP would buy the tornado so he could finally get served there. <laughs> All right. That's pretty good. Um, Josh Hickman says Justin would buy his way on Nabivo's free pass list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would. How much for number one, Bevo? <laughs> billion. Mark Wilson says that much money could buy a host who still gives a shit and wants to be there. Ah, <laughs> that's probably oh, true. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, Al writes, uh, keep it all to yourself and forget, quote unquote, to share it with anyone else on the show. Get mad when someone calls you out for it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, Austin writes, uh, buy $1.4 billion worth of coveyers so y'all are never out of style at Disneyland Park. Mm-hmm. So go to getcoveyers.com. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, Chris B. writes, uh, Tasty would use his cut to fund his campaign to reduce the legal age definition of a minor from 18 to 16. <laughs> <laughs> I would back him up on that. Uh, Brock says uh, Justin would be traveling. JP would be in Disneyland. Beardy, uh, he just says eyes. Uh, Bevo, implants. Implants? I don't know, man. Uh, Tasty. Bevo doesn't. Bevo, let's see him. Let's see if you need (laughs) implants. Let's no, I don't. I just went bra mm-hmm. shopping. I don't need implants. How about some cosmetic surgery? You know, like a little lift. What do you think? <laughs> Not yet. I mean, she's got time on that. Well, she did have the baby, though. Right. Yeah. Remember the Children. baby? The baby. Uh, what size? I will cut a bitch. <laughs> what, oh, you're from Santa Monica? What size uh, did did you grow when you went bra, uh, bra shopping? Like from the last really? time you had to buy? No. No. What size are we talking here? Why are you so creepy? <laughs> I don't know. Huh. Just, I, the older I Genetics. get, too, like it just keeps getting worse. Well, we are talking about women's issues tonight. Yeah. 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 Just talking about the issues. Well, I, issue. I would have liked to know how they brew with the problem that happens to women. <laughs> I should have asked these questions. This is the, this, I should have been prepared. God, when you bleed, what do you do? Oh. <laughs> I love you, Kim. Kim, he was talking about the other problem. Yes. <laughs> Being dumb. <laughs> Right, because you have no experience. You should you should cut this part of the show out. You think so? I, I, don't, I don't get it. What you didn't she think said. we were going to? I only do promote that. things I care about for them. I don't promote anything they give a shit about. You didn't think we were going to do the whole show without being complete idiots? Did you? Oh God. I had hope. They got nothing else. They got nothing else. <laughs> All right. I didn't finish Brock's tweet. Oh, okay. okay. How did it start again? Uh, Justin traveling. Yeah, yeah. JP Disneyland. Yeah. Beardy eyes. Mm-hmm. Bevo implants. Yeah. Tasty cooking ingredients 
And Doc, a new place to make beer. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, William writes, uh, Justin will literally make Beardy shut the fuck up. <laughs> ball gag, maybe. Okay, I like that one. And last but not least. Sounds like a nice ball gag. X writes, uh, buy a bunch of craft breweries, but don't give Justin the scoop. Ah, <laughs> I like it. Fine. Okay. Timely. All right, here's what I wrote down uh, I, that I would do 15 to 20 lunch meats. <laughs> um, I can't. I hate it when I can't read my own writing, so that one doesn't count. Uh, oh, a brew yacht, LASIK, and a coconut bikini. <laughs> that one was kind of funny. Um, JP would buy the Tornado so he could finally get served. I wrote that one down. Um, I, I would buy my way onto uh, Bevo's free pass list. I really liked that one. And uh, that I would uh, make Beardy shut the fuck up, finally. Uh, the last two are my two favorites. Does anybody want to put a third in there for a vote of the list? Or, or you could what? just give me the 1.3, and I would shut the fuck and up. And you would shut... Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's basically what they're saying. I'm sure yeah. you would. I, probably, <laughs> I could probably give you the point three. I wouldn't and, say a word. <laughs> forever. Forever. Yeah. Um, no, I second the motion on the 1.3 for the pass. For the buying my way onto the pass? Yeah, yeah that's my that. favorite one, I think. I, I would totally... I'd pay that. Uh, wait, do I get to do anything about it, or I just get no, on the you're... list? That's just to get on the She still has to get a free pass. Oh, I yeah, could, she just wants to activate the list. I could go give Sam $40 right now and, yeah. get out and, get, and she'll get a free pass. Yeah. It'll be like, really? Four, I would have done it for 20 you know how many? You know how many Nintendo games I could buy for that? That's like three. That's like Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers 2. That's a week worth of burritos. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can go get 18 hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I, two if I go to Costco. <laughs> Yeah. And I can afford to go to Costco. Oh, my God. We had a conversation about Costco hot dogs last night. I can eat at Costco for a month. How long did the conversation go on for is what I want to know. I picture you doing that for an hour. No, it wasn't that long. Okay. Or longer than it was a while. I had said something about buying a package of hot dogs that I, okay, spoil. <laughs> Fun fact, I used to work at a hot dog restaurant in high school. Yeah. yeah it's mm-hmm. called Sam's Dog House. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did Sam used to own a hot dog joint? <laughs> but uh, I saw the brand of hot dogs that they used at the hot dog restaurant. I just love that you used to handle wieners all day. <laughs> That's she's tired of. Anyway, I saw them at Safeway, and I was like, we should buy these, but they're kind of expensive. And he's like, do you know that we could get go to Costco? It's like a dollar a bag, and it was a whole no. Don't you. All right, Beverly, listen to that. I walked by the dollar These store the other day. These balls at Costco are selling them for cheap. They don't even know. They don't even. They're dumb. Sam knows no, the price don't. of hot dogs at every store. I walked by the dollar store the other day, and there's a sign in the window selling shrimp for a, for a dollar. And I was like, who is buying dollar shrimp at the, like shrimp. At the dollar store? People with good health insurance that don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Watch, you're going to come home tonight, Bebo. Sam's going to be like, look what I found. <laughs> $40 worth of shrimp. Oh, that's disgusting. Hey, Beverly, someone PayPal'd me $40. I didn't, I didn't read the fine print, but I love shrimp. Hey, Bev, I was checking the bank account and some money showed up. What, do, you know, do you know what this 40 bucks is? Yeah. Shrimp. No. Shrimp. Uh, all right, so 
Uh, I, I'm voting. Uh, I buy my way onto the free pass list. Anybody yeah. else want to vote yeah, something else? Good. Sure. All right, I'll that's our that. who went. Who won that? That is uh, free pass list. That's Josh Hickman. All right, Josh. Congratulations for being our Twitter winner today. You will get a prize of some kind. Just send Bevo an email. Bevo at thebrewingnetwork.com, and she'll take care of you. She'll send you a little, a little something. Karen, oh, so, so. send him a hot dog. JP's wife just texted me and she what? said, I worked at a hot dog place in high school too. <laughs> Must be why we're friends. Wow. It's two wiener handlers. Mm. It's two professional. You text her back and ask her why, if that's true, then why is she so bad at it? <laughs> two wieners in a bun. You stop it right now. Bad at what? Eating hot dogs? Yes, yeah. and yeah. handling hot Stop dogs. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I think you have the practice. Are we done? It just done. shows how much she loves you. She's listening oh, to this hot mess. That's all She's had too many good ones. We're crazy to deal with the yeah, we're done. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we're going to get out of here. Thanks for uh, everything, Kim Shimke, that you that you do. <laughs> In the world. Stuff. You pay me for stuff. <laughs> yeah, I bring you journey albums every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for I all that. Yeah, and, I've really enjoyed uh, seeing that. Um, and you have my presence. I'm sitting next to you. <laughs> you know, I've been farting for like five minutes. <laughs> That brings us closer. Did you re-gift those farts to her? Yeah. Only a dollar. All right, next week we've got a great show. Uh, the great Dan Gordon and Dr. Charlie Bamforth. Wow. On one show. Whoa. Yeah. Coming in here together, which means, Bevo, we're going to have to figure out how you're getting home. We're going to have to chug a, a stiefel. <laughs> we always have to stiefel when Dan's uh, here. Warren, don't eat beforehand. I'll be eating yeah, the whole day. Maybe, you know, maybe Pepto-Bismol before you come in. Can we? Okay. I think we, you know what we need to do, Warren? We need to get Dan to overturn our loss. Mm. Well, because he said it was a win. He said it was a win, and then Jay said it was a loss, but we need need Dan to stand up for the little man. I think you need to uh, file for an appeal. That's what we're trying to do. So I would like you to write a little something of of why you're appealing um, my decision. And then then we'll win again just to prove... That we rightfully deserve two wins. In yeah, a row. that's correct. I, I don't have a lot of faith in winning this time. I, I, I don't know. I haven't been chugging too well over the last few years. I don't believe yeah. that at all. I'm and, old, thirty-eight, and now Schumann's a dad. Schumann's a dad, so oh, he's yeah. not. He's not even going to be allowed here. <laughs> <laughs> not allowed to do things anymore. Yeah, well, it's probably for the best, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we got a great show uh, next week. I'm going to get out of here. Thanks, everybody. Uh, JP, take us out of here. Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Thank you to the ladies from Grisette Nouveau and the Pink Boot Society for coming in and talking about women and beer and women and beer with us tonight. It was really appreciated. We had a great time. Merge your love of Disneyland with your lack of engaging podcasts and go to earsuppodcast.com as JP, Terrence the Black, Bebo the Mom, and Taryn talk about all things Disney. Go check out Mo- Moscow's Hop Cartoons over at hoplifestore.com. For some good beer insight and homebrew info, follow Nate Smith and Nathan Homebrew and Mike McDowell at Tasty McDee. Warren's hair was looking great tonight. No, really, he shouldn't change a thing. Production director on the session has been push eject. Today's show has been loosely produced by Justin Crossley. JP's bladder was working overtime. Bevo was feverishly editing her free pass list. And your host was Justin Crossley. Be sure to find the Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Justin's in Moscow and when